We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey everybody, what's going on? Happy Sunday, happy NFL Week 12, and welcome to the Roto Grinders Fantasy Draft Morning Wood. Merrick Cray, I'm joined by Big T and Hoop. Tony, how we doing, brother? Going good. I mean, anytime I can wake up in the morning and, and see you two sexy beasts, I'm, I'm in a good mood. Yeah, I mean, you got no hockey hat on. We're doing good this week. Yeah, We're moving in the right start. direction, baby. Good start. Keep it down. Up. I mean, yeah, for sure. Yeah, don't pull that up too far now. You might get me real excited. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, also joining us. Hoop talk for a minute. I'm sitting out of two. Hey, How you, you doing? Guys, you guys coming in strong with a lot of energy this morning. I was on the opposite and I'm kinda I'm moving slow, but I mean I'm starting to starting to feel feel the blood flowing a little bit. I mean, Crane, you came in amped up. Tony came in with a, a solid, you know, uh, one liner right off the get go. So things are <laughs> things things are looking good for the wood crew this morning. And we got yeah. a nice, nice uh, full NFL slate. Um, so it's a good, good day, boys. Good day. Always good to have a full slate. Yes. <laughs> it's gonna be. It's about to be a good week too, because we're gonna have. We got the Thanksgiving slate coming up next week, and of yeah. course, you know, we don't have a show before that. We should. They should be hiring. We might. Hey, you know, we might have to look into that. Yeah, I mean, it's just. Come on, Thanksgiving slate is straight up money but we yeah might have to get, we, we might have to get crane for his debut on the wood or uh, not yeah. the wood the uh, print factory do a little print factory before that one hey y'all just have been you haven't even asked you know i'm just because we always got the wood we, we can't double book things we'll be <laughs> saying the same point. stuff that's a fair point all right tony what do you think about this slate man i think it's it's like the first one all year that's a little different than the rest like there's ever since hoop bitched about this pricing now all of a sudden i feel like oh. they're this week is like the hardest week because 
for one, the pricing is pretty good. I mean, there, there's always going to be a few guys that are off, but I don't know. Like, the, I, I kind of don't like any running backs, which is weird because there's usually locks at running. But even the good yeah. guys, like, I'm not, I'm not fully in love with them. Sure, they're fine. I mean, you can play them. But, like, you're not in love with any of them, right? I mean, I hope you guys can sell me on a couple because I really don't have conviction on any running back. I, I can't think of any that I'm, like, falling out of falling out of the chair about. Yeah, I mean, like, outside of Kamara, like, that's really the only guy that I'm sure. I'm worried about game script a little bit with him even. Like, I love him. Don't get me wrong. He's the top of the list. But I'm not full. Like, he's going to be so chalky for a guy that they could win by 30. Yep, I'm look, I'm with you. I've had the same kind of conversation with myself and I look at every model and they just love Kamara. Well, it's I, much it's much different than most weeks where like the running back position is the spot where we felt yeah. very comfortable. I all think, year, you know, right? Yeah, all year. And then finally you get McCaffrey way up there, which I mean it was just, I guess he had the same price last week, but the difference was the value this week is there's just not standout value it's it's a good slate like if you if you're a person that prides yourself on the research that you do and, and whatnot it, it should be a good week for you because there's no there's not many free squares and a lot of tough decisions uh that you have to make and even at quarterback like there's like <laughs> i don't know about you guys but there's only like two guys that i want to play maybe three like um and no like just dead locks though i mean even no, the guys that yeah. are great there like have there holes to where they could fail yeah, yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it should be an interesting week. I mean, it's a, a lot of, a lot of tough decisions. Yeah, I, I've, I have found this slate really interesting, and it's honestly one of my favorite slates that we've had all year. We'll kind of get into some of the plays I like, and of course, the plays that Hoop and Big T like. And uh, let's go ahead and kick it off with a game that everybody's going to have exposure to, and I mean everybody, rightfully so. Tampa at Atlanta, fifty-one and a half point total. The Falcons, three and a half point favorites at home, and. Hoop, I don't care if it's cash games, tournaments, whatever. This is a game we have to have exposure to. Yeah, and it's and Tony and I talked about it on the uh, on the podcast, and, and there's still like it's a 52 total, but there's a lot of question marks in this game. Like there's like a lot of standout plays, like you know the the, the Falcons guys, especially the passing is going to be probably the most popular part of the slate. Um, you know the ownership on these guys should be super high. Um, I mean, <laughs> just think like three weeks ago, we were writing off this team as a whole. Like we were writing off Matt Ryan, like he's dust, he's done, uh, you know, the team's done. And now, you know, two, three weeks later, they're the most popular guys on the entire DFS slate. Matt Ryan, Julio, uh, Calvin Ridley, I think are going to you know, garner a ton of ownership. Now the tough question in tournaments is, do you believe this, this Falcons defense? What we've seen in the last two weeks, coming off the bye, shutting out the Falcons, and then shutting out uh, who they play last week. The, uh, drawing, drawing a blank. Yeah, I don't remember. It was the football team, though. Yeah, NFL football team. Tony, yep. come on. You got to get us. Who they got? Who they I wasn't even week. listening to what you were talking about. Oh, who the Falcons? <laughs> what, were, what were you saying? Who did the Falcons play last week? Oh, they played Carolina? No, Carolina. Yeah, Carolina. Weeks. Yeah, so they, they just shut up. I literally didn't hear a word you were saying. I was, like, um, in a different, <laughs> a different nice. zone. I, I appreciate that. I mean, when, when, when you're talking, I mean, I'm sitting on the end of my chair, oh, like, just absorbing like a sponge. Like, give me more information, Big T. Give me more information. <laughs> Hoop talks, and you don't even hear a freaking word. <laughs> bad uh, that's, that, that usually doesn't happen usually i'm glued to the hoopster yeah so no that's the toughest decision though i mean do you believe do you believe the falcons defense that we saw the last couple weeks and i think you know 
the fact that their defense has played so good, it's going to keep the ownership down on, on Mike Evans, Godwin, which should be easy plays if you're looking at the Falcons and, and considering the Falcons' high ownership. Like, those are guys that should definitely be in a ton of tournament lineups, a ton of tournament teams. Um, so it makes it interesting. But I, like I said, I know the Falcon side is going to be super popular. And if you like those guys, you have to consider the, the Bucks, Bucks guys, despite how good the Falcons' defense has been lately. Yeah, you know, I mean, I look at this team, and I'm just going to respond since Tony's not paying attention. Yeah, And um, Julio and Calvin, like, the nice thing about both these teams, and Tony, I know you like this too, is that we get such a condensed target tree. Like, you know where the ball's going to go. It's going to be Julio or Ridley. It's going to be Evans or Godwin. And, like, I know, Tony, you're all into the game stacks this year. This is the easiest game to stack on the slate because you know where the ball's going. Yeah. I agree yeah, and you have good you have good players in the spots you want them. Like you have two or three pass catchers on both sides, where it's just super easy to stack. But the issue is, it's the only game with a good total on the week, so everyone's going to be stacking this game, which is fine. Like I don't know, I, I agree with. I already know what who. That's one of the reasons I wasn't listening to who because we already talked about this game. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I know exactly what he probably said without even listening. It's the most confusing game maybe of the season yeah. because is Atlanta's defense for real? No. Like, well, you they might so, not huh? be, but no. they definitely yeah. – there's definitely a realm where they are, though. I mean, they shut out back-to-back pretty decent teams. And Dude. Tampa Bay's been known to lay stinkers at times. So. They shut out Kyle Allen. Let's not go crazy with, like, decent – They shut out the Saints – at, yeah, at yeah, the yeah, Superdome, so that's like <laughs> that's about as good a shutout as you can have. <laughs> yeah. But like, I mean, the thing is, even if Tampa doesn't score points, Evans and Godwin are still going to get. I, I'm not making a case against them for the record. No. Like, I I like Tampa to win this game. Actually, I'm more on the side of you where they're probably not for real. Tampa probably will score a bunch of points today. I'm just throwing it that this is this is how the slate is. Though I wouldn't yeah. be shocked at all if this afternoon we're sitting there like. How was that game thirteen to ten? Like I would, I wouldn't be. I really wouldn't be. I, could I see would it. be, and my my currently winning certainly wouldn't be happy well, if that. So happened. you're just jamming the fifty one total. I mean, I'm playing like I think honestly, one fifty. You need one of Julio and Ridley and one of Evans or Godwin on every team. Why not just full stack it then? I'm gonna have some Ryan and oh, James. I mean, just jam it if you're playing you're two saying, guys from the you're game and all all his lineups like outside even outside of the game stacks, right? I mean, outside like, yeah. of stacking the game, you're, if you're building the lineup, you're having at least, you know, yeah. one of each. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm not – that's another thing. Like, I know, like, these other games are so freaking bad. Yeah. Like, that. that's another reason I think you just have to do it on this slate. Like, I'll I'll differentiate elsewhere. When I'm looking at this spot, I'm not willing to get cute here. Um, Any interest in a guy like Brian Hill? I know he's going to get some ownership, and he pissed these everybody off. These spots are always funny, right, where a guy's, like, just oh. mega chalk. And then he's the same price the next week, and he's going in a, a versus a tough run. D. All the chalk is the receivers. No one's going to play the guy after he was fifty percent owned, and they always go off in this spot. Always, it, how yeah. troll? He's going to have like three touchdowns today, and and the receivers are going to have zero, and everyone's yeah. going to tilt that. Yep. Yeah. But I mean, the, the truth of the matter is, like, how could you like Brian Hill? <laughs> like, I don't yeah. like him either. It's a, it's tough a spot. brutal matchup. I mean, this Tampa Bay run defense is elite, but it's a tough matchup. And these other guys got like more work than people anticipated, too. I mean, the, the Allison, what the hell's his name? Allison was in there on the goal. Quadri Allison, yeah, yeah, he was in there. Some of the goal line carries like that. 
that's just tilting stuff. I mean, that's just that's not fun to see when 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 you roster the running back when a, a guy you've never heard of comes in for the goal line carries. Yeah, I'm just that hurts. Yeah, it's gonna hurt though if you don't play Brian Hill today because like I. Look, I don't you can like see him, it coming, don't you? Where I, you know, exactly. Julio drops at the two yard line, and you just know he's coming in to yeah, get that you just touchdown. Sit around, and you're like, "Here it comes." It's just, oh, yeah, well, it's just the, 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 one of the interesting guys in this game for me that's going to be low owned is Cam Brate. I mean, this guy had a million targets, and Jameis always throws him the ball. What he did he have? Fourteen so targets Howard. last week. Yeah, he was the fourteen, gonna, right? He's yeah. going to be three percent owned today in the chalk game of the day. I like that call, actually. I really do. I really do like that call. All right. I mean, Howard had that, what, behind the back fumble interception, whatever they ruled <laughs> every it. week. And then it was just like, break, 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 just nonstop targets. Yeah. He, he just hates OJ Howard. Like, <laughs> who doesn't, though? Does, like, yeah. I mean, who, how do you like OJ? Is there right at man? least a less popular guy in fantasy football than OJ Howard? It's got to be OJ Howard, maybe yeah. like Baker Mayfield. Baker's um, going to get healthy, though, here soon. Hey, Baker's yeah, that's that's up next. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm Baker's telling you. Baker's definitely going to be having himself a game here. Um, we didn't really talk about Ronald Jones. We've been playing running backs against Atlanta. Like, I don't even have a problem with Ronald Jones today, honestly. I'm on an island here. Okay, good yeah. talk. <laughs> I look at him a lot like I look at Brian Hill. I mean. That's what I mean. Hey, if you're playing one, why not play the other one, too? I mean, you could. I, I don't think – on a day where we hate running back, I, again, this game could troll us. Like, this game definitely could troll us with some weird touchdowns. I it is weird, weird, though. Like, sure. you, you mentioned hating running back on this slate, and normally on fantasy draft where you're playing the two starting running backs and then two running backs in the flex, and I don't think that's the case today. Like, I love a lot of wide yeah. receivers. I think it's weird. Yeah, that's like, whatever. Aren't you way more confident about receiver today than running yes. back? Yes. Yeah. Even on, like, DraftKings, though, it's, you know, it's in cash games, it's always no matter what. You play three running backs, um, you know, nine, 90% of the time, I'd say. Um, today fits that 10% where I don't think you have to because there's just not – options just aren't available yeah. i love the uh, booger eating moron in the chat oj howard the second most hated oj i'll tell you what booger eating moron is the man such a oh, nice yeah. dude he's the he's yeah. classy gentleman all oh, right man. all right well let's move on to the game that i know tony loves to the game Here we that... go. is it our weekly joke which game is it <laughs> well well it's my <laughs> your team buddy which 37 total are we talking about yeah. <laughs> actually before i do that i gotta let you guys know if you're watching on youtube one get over to roto grinders we're having a good time over here and secondly hit the like button hit the subscribe button and hey comment say that oh my god that tony is good looking oh my god that hoopster he only does one headphone in the ear, but he knows what's going on because he actually <laughs> I actually, I actually listen to my co-host. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because he actually listens to the co-host, whereas Tony's just like talking I, in the chat. I'm stunned right now because does that say Bird Wings just typed in the chat? He's out of the mountains, Mr. Bird. No way, dude. They come out. They come in. They come out of the I mean, woodwork, literally. I thought he was still hiding in the mountains since 2016. I mean, <laughs> uh, this is good to know he's, he's still kicking. <laughs> He's still kicking. Oh. Also, shout out to these Roto Grinders. made my day. Rocking the Roto Grinders badge. We have Kev Corner, R. Balls Singer, J. Hay, I 40, 40 Oz, man. Winters, 33, 46, 2, 77, uh, and Rhino Dubes. All right. <laughs> I love these pronunciations. I know. I, it's, it's my favorite thing. And I best. never read them. I never read them beforehand. Like, it's the first thing I do, like, I scroll up so I can't see them, 
And then I scroll down immediately just to start reading them. It's good times. But anyways, thanks for uh, rocking the Roto Grinders badge. And again, like, subscribe, have a good time. And speaking of having a good time, let's talk Dolphins and Browns. 45-point total. Cleveland, 10.5-point favorites at home. And Tony, I heard you alluding to it earlier. This is the week that Baker Mayfield gets healthy. Look at Tony. He looks like like the girl on the webcam just took her bra off. Like, he looks so happy, man. Like, <laughs> that made my day that Bird Wings was in there. That was, that was awesome. <laughs> he looks so happy right now. All right. The Tony. last time I seen him, he told me I was going to buy a cheeseburger or something. The double cheeseburger. What triple, did he say? Triple stack. Right? <laughs> yeah, you got you with so the triple much, stack. Yeah. Wendy's triple stack. Oh. <laughs> the bacon, right. the baconator, the triple stack baconator. <laughs> oh, man. Tony, I know you like Baker today. Talk to me about him. Yeah, I mean, I think everyone kind of likes – for one, Julio and, and Odell are kind of the direction everyone's going. I bet Hoop probably has both of them maybe in his cash. But, yeah, it's a great spot. Baker, Odell, they haven't had an easy matchup since, like, week two, it feels like. It's just an explosion spot. And the thing is, their defense, you lose their best defensive guy because he's hitting people with freaking helmets. Now here comes the Dolphins. In a, in a, he's sliding right into the Dolphins. Let's go. I mean, I don't – I actually – Cleveland was one of my picks this week. I think Cleveland rolls. But you got, like, Jasaki is cheap at tight end. You got Parker's always going to get a workload. I mean, one guy that I'm definitely not playing is this freaking Balazs, dude. He is – we talked about his numbers earlier this week. It's impressive how bad this guy is. But, I mean, obviously – so I guess the most interesting play in this game is Chubb. Like, what can we do with Chubb on a week we don't like running back? Like – I'm not playing. I don't really like Chubb this week. I mean, no one's still, playing him though, right? No, I mean he's going to be 15, 16%, but like he's still going to be splitting work with Kareem Hunt. I know Hunt's been lining up out wide a lot, but he's still going to be splitting work with Kareem. I just I don't see how I can pay that price for Chubb when I can just pay a little bit more and get to Kamara. Like this game is obviously all about Baker and Odell and I understand there's a block concern, but I kind of feel like that Cleveland uses this as a Baker, hey, go show us you don't suck game. Like, I like Baker a lot this week. Cooper, are you on Baker as well? Are you playing Chubb? What are you doing with the Cleveland side? Yeah, not on Chubb. Love love the, the, the Browns passing game here. I mean, it's Tony alluded to it. I mean, it's been a tough, tough schedule. We'll pull up the schedule. That's what uh, that's my go-to. Um, the schedule, I mean, the, the, the stretch great, of games. Great TV. Yes, the, the stretch of games that the, the Browns, it was tough. We pulled it up on the uh, print factory, but four-game stretch. Ravens, Niners, Seahawks, Patriots, um, even at, at Denver. I mean, after that, and the Bills. I mean, they've had – I mean, they've played the toughest defenses in the league over like a six, six-week span. Um, I think this is a big spot for them. The prices are down. Man, like Baker might – I know a lot of people like Matt Ryan. Baker might be my favorite quarterback this week. Like yeah, I think, he is, I think he has a big, big week here. Um, Kareem Hunt, you know, obviously more guys that can catch passes. I don't mind Landry. I wish the price was like uh, – I wish they gave you a little bit of a discount on Landry. It's just not not there. Like he's so close to Odell, it's hard to, to play – Landry over Odell, but maybe, he's maybe. more expensive on FanDuel. Yeah, like that's it's so tough. Maybe tournament type stuff. I mean, you guys are the tournament guys. Maybe I mean Landry. He's been super consistent. Man, Landry's Baker's... more expensive than Beckham on FanDuel, isn't he? I thought he was a hundred more. Did I? Did I need... Possible. Yeah, that I is mean... like, whoo, that's tough. Yeah, yeah. It, I, I mean, mean you know, in a fantasy draft, it's a fantasy draft. You know, you get a. It's like a sixteen hundred dollars savings, but like what you're saying, it's not really enough. Just get up to Odell. 
Yeah. Like, um, and Odell's been just getting, I mean, absolutely peppered with targets lately. 10 targets, 12 targets in his last two games. Um, is he going to be popular? Yes. Do I usually shy away from popular wide receivers? Yes, but I don't think this is the spot where I'm going to do it. Like, it's very rare that we can project double-digit targets for a guy, but I think that's where we're at with Odell in this one. Um, it's weird that we're all still on the same page, you know, because like normally – I, I kind of disagree a little bit with Landry, though, because I, I feel like everyone's everyone's saying the same thing we are like, so no one's going to play Landry, which I, I love just double-stacking him too. Like, just play both of them with Baker – no one's going to play Landry today. Like he's going to be low owned because of the exact reasons you guys laid out. He's the same price basically as, as OBJ. So I think Landry's a great play because of that. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you want to get different in tournaments, like as a five or 10% guy, I think that's fine. I'm not really sure I'm willing to go more than that. Tony, but, even, but Landry, Landry, he's been getting red zone targets too. It's not just like a possession yeah. type guy. Like they they've been targeting targeting him in the red zone as well. So there's there's upside with with Landry. His numbers are better than he's got the same tough matchups OBJ had, and his numbers are better. Yeah, no, I think he's he's in play. So we were talking. No one's going to play Chubb. No one's going to play Land. Like they're playing Miami, they could score in the forties. I mean, what about Kareem Hunt today? Like, I, I assume he's going to play him either. I don't think. Yeah. Like, I mean, this is a guy that's getting targets. He's he's going to get some running back carries as well. Like, I don't hate Kareem Hunt, especially on a slate where we don't really like any running backs. Yeah, I just I mean, I wish the price was a tad bit cheaper. <laughs> he does but, look expensive when you see yeah. it. I mean, he's yeah. five six on DK. That's yeah, that's, that's tough fun. sledding. Well, one guy that does not look expensive, and we have a special request for Tony to talk about this guy. I don't know why. And how am I the one that has to talk about this guy? You're the the Dolphins guy. Come on. You're the Dolphins guy. What do you mean? How? Why do I got to talk about this guy? I should play him today just because he does play for the Dolphins. And I mean, so all week long, I don't know who started the freaking joke about Laird, but all week long, it's been like the, the thing on Twitter and shows where everyone's making this joke about Laird. Part of it is that Balazs is the worst running back in the history of the world. <laughs> the second part is Laird truck stick some guy in some video that people were sending me. So, uh, okay. I, I mean, he's 3,400. We hate running back. I, I mean. I don't think it's the craziest play. I don't. It's that, anytime a guy's 3,400 and the guy in front of him sucks, I, I don't think it's the worst thing ever either. I mean, he's projected for seven. That's probably on the – I think he could get seven easy. If he somehow, like, breaks something, I don't think he's the worst. If you're playing 150, definitely have a little have a little fun with it. I mean, he get he can get you everything. You know, I think that's the key, honestly. Also, you actually like him. I, I mean, I I think he can get 10. A 10 would be ma- – if you told me right now he gets double digits – Mr. 37X is he's slowly is, coming our he's way. Coming well, stars are gonna, We're bringing stars him are down. Be low today with the lack of that value. Is true. That is you true. Know, I, I woke up this morning and the first thing I thought was, please tell me some value showed up overnight because this just doesn't exist on this slate. So sometimes we make the mistake of forcing value and maybe that's what so we're Let doing. me get this straight, Crane. If I told you he'd get you 12, are you playing him? Yes. Yeah, see who he's on he's coming, he's coming our way. We're bringing him down a little bit. He's coming. It's a, it's a different we're gonna kind write of a book. Slate, we're gonna write a book one day that would from thirty seven X down to four X. Let's go. <laughs> down to twelve points. <laughs> from 30, um, we, got, we got him down. We the funny thing though is if you told me twelve, I I might play him on like every team and oh, just take my chance. Yes. You know, I, if you got I'm, twelve, dude. I'm jamming I mean, he'd be a, a cash lock today if he was getting twelve. 
The problem is he could get us zero. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's the problem. He's somebody who has a – we don't have a lot of legitimate zero-floor running backs, but here we are. <laughs> Legit zero, too. Like, he could easily get zero. Oh, man. All right. We've spent a lot of time on these first two games. Why? Because, well, yeah. all the other games suck, and I'm kind of okay with spending a lot of time on these big-time games. Let's talk Giants at Bears, a 40-and-a-half point total. The Bears, six-point favorites at home. And – who I'm going to start with you because this Bears side, I even heard a little Trubisky talk earlier in the week. I'm not <laughs> yeah, sure. Like how? Like how? I, I don't know. Like, why? Why? How and why? I got a 23-point team total. The Giants suck. Uh, you can pair him with Allen Robin. I'm not playing Trubisky. I don't hate Robinson. I don't even hate David Montgomery, even though he's been terrible. But it, this game sucks. Like, I don't want to mess with yeah, this. I'll, I'll – do some catch-up time for us here. No, I have no interest in anyone in this game whatsoever. If you want action on this game, just bet the Giants plus six. <laughs> Tony, you playing anybody here? I, I think a lot of these games on this slate are similar where I don't think they're very good fillers. If I played this game, it would just be like a game stack. It, it would just be Saquon, A-Rob, and one of the – I mean, you could play, like, one of the quarterbacks with it if you – but, like, I don't like anybody in this game by any means. Saquon should get some ownership, I would think, at, at this sucks. price on a week that running backs suck. He sucks. He yeah, sucks. I'm, I'm you're, not you're just mad at him about his 14 carries for one yard that he yeah. got a few weeks and ago. Actually, that's a good reason crazy. to be mad at the guy. Crazy, because that's one of the best weeks I've had somehow. I don't, was someone else – there's, like – I think that was the week there was a ton of busts, I believe. Yeah, you're not. I mean, we got a couple min price tight ends here. Caden. I actually don't mind Caden Smith as a, a full punt. I for, I forgot about him until you just said that. Yeah, you know, it's funny because I've looked at my lineups and I've got two different builds I'm considering going with, but one of them forces me to play Caden Smith, and I, that's just. Not I don't a, think it's like. I, I don't think either. it's the worst play ever if it gets you the world in there. I mean, with really, it. if you're spending up at tight end, there's only like probably one guy that you'd want. You know, so you're not really. The opportunity cost is not super high. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I, and I'm somebody I like to spend way up or way down. The guy yeah. in the mid range I like is Dallas Goddard, but that guy scores for me every single week I play him. Like, he, he, I like that guy. Are you playing him this week? I mean, I always play him. So, he all right. So, I, I didn't want to know if he was going to score or not, but Nelson, yeah. Ag- Nelson Aguilar's out might be some more targets for him. No, I, I like him. I wish Alshon was out. If Alshon Does anybody out. in the history of football had worse receivers than the Eagles do this year? Like every, 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 it's crazy, though. Do there's, like, guys that could go out and get, and you go ahead and get Jordan freaking Matthews. Like, <laughs> Jordan Matthews is the guy you pick up. It's crazy. Like How is that possible? And people are going to blame Wentz for this season. Like, what do you want him to do? He has literally no receivers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just don't get it. All right, let's talk Carolina at the Saints, a 45-and-a-half point total. New Orleans, nine-and-a-half point favorites at home. Um, This is, I think, the first show we're going to do all year outside of the bye week where Tony and Hooper are not going to say jamming Christian McCaffrey. And, again, the reason is – I don't know what you guys are laughing at. I'm, like, trying to look at the chat, trying to talk. Oh, we're – we're laughing that we don't like McCaffrey. Finally. Yeah, it's the first week all year, and we're just sitting here at a 10-5 McCaffrey. He's 19-2 over on Fantasy Draft. but On a week where we don't like running backs, too. I mean, he's probably going to make us just hate life. Yeah. Uh, you know he's getting 40, and we're all going to say, hey, wait a second, that McCaffrey, maybe he's a good play. But I don't know, man. Like, I can't do it today, Hoop. Yeah, 
Uh, the problem is that's what we said like a few weeks ago when he played the 49ers and they got absolutely smoked and he puts up 45 still. Like he is a guy you can't – I mean, you can't write off in tournaments. And it's tough this week. Like it's tough with, with the value. Like it's not available and that's what makes it hard. Um, but if you're playing tournaments, I, I think – especially if you're like a single entry type guy, like do yourself a favor and just play – find a way to play McCaffrey. Like just find a way to do it. Play some of these cheap wide receivers. Uh, I mean, the worst possible matchup he had this year for, you know, at, at uh, San Francisco, the Panthers got smoked and he still puts up, you know, high thirties, I think uh, fantasy points, good tournament play tough for, for cash. It's, it's, it's tough to play him just because of the value. Like we said, so I don't know, it's Christian McCaffrey. He's the best running back in football. He, you know, will probably get 35 to 40, like Tony said, and you're going to hate yourself at the end of the yeah. day and just say, why don't I just play McCaffrey? <laughs> I, I get like, I get a feeling that's going to happen. Yeah. And yet I'm still not going to play him. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll have 10, I'll, I'll Dean him or something, but Definitely yeah, it's only like McCaffrey on the other side, we've got Alan Kamara, who's going to be one of the, if not the most popular play on the whole slate. He's 15, nine over on fantasy draft. Here's the problem because normally we like these, you know, stud running backs as big time home favorites, but that's not really the kind of guy Kamara is. Kamara's not the, you know, I think he's season carries like season high in carries is what, like 13 or something. You want him in the passing game. The question is, are they going to be passing the ball? So Tony, talk to me about Kamara. Cause you sound like you've got some uh, reservations. No, I mean, I, I think he's the best player of the week at running back, but like, I think everyone's going to play him. Like everyone is just saying how he's the top guy. He's 2,300 cheaper than McCaffrey. I mean, sure, it's easy in cash games. You just play him. Like, I guarantee – I mean, 100%. With, I haven't talked to Hoop about his team at all. Like, I guarantee he's got him in there. Like, it's just – he's the easiest play at running back. He's going to be, I'm sure, 50% in the high-stakes stuff. Like, he's just – he's the play this week. But I do have reservations that they blow this team out. I think Carolina is definitely cratering inward. Like, I think they're really bad right now, which is another reason McCaffrey – I've played McCaffrey every week, like all in every week. I think I'm fading completely this week too. Like I don't think I'll have any McCaffrey. Part of it is I just don't believe in Carolina. I think New Orleans blows them out. If New Orleans blows them out, I don't think Kamara – I think he's fine. Like I I think he's going to get his and he's going to get 20 points or something. But I don't like his upside when they're going to blow him out. I could even see myself playing some Latavius for leverage in tournaments off of Thomas and Kamara. So – I don't know. Like, Kamara's the best play on the slate for, for cash and even tournaments. I don't hate him. I'm not fading him by any means, but I am a little nervous about it. Yeah, I get it. And you mentioned Latavius. I think in tournaments, 1% ownership, I think he's really interesting because if this game gets out of hand, he's going to get every single carry. There's no How many way- times in the past years have we seen Ingram get three touchdowns, two or three touchdowns in this spot, yeah. and no one played him? Like, it's the same spot. Yep. You're not going to do it in cash by any means, but in a tournament like a Millie Maker where you're trying to beat a huge field, if he gets three touchdowns and Kamara gets zero, you know how much your win incre- your win odds increase? Like off the charts. Yeah, from like 0.1% to 0.01%. <laughs> from 0.1 to like 0.2. Yeah, it's really – yeah, Millie Maker's hard, man. Uh, hoop, I was assume – Was that like a subtle brag? Was that, a, was that what you were doing? Yeah, it was like three years ago. I got to kind of – I just got to do it again. You got to remind oh. everyone. Yeah. <laughs> well, going again would be even funner than the first time. Yeah, true. That's, 
Yeah, yeah with, sure. with with Kamara, it's I think it's a couple things. Like it's a price thing, like like Tony mentioned, he's just so much cheaper than McCaffrey. It's a safety thing. Like, you know, like yes, there's there's pass to him not having like a massive game, but his his floor seems pretty, pretty darn safe in this spot, especially on full PPR sites. Like just seems like he's gonna get, you know, right around twenty this week. If he gets a touchdown, he's gonna have a big week. If he doesn't score a touchdown, you know, he'll, I think he'll be right around 20. Um, he has a big play upside. Um, it just, it's a safety thing. You're, you're, you know, we're looking for points at, at running back this week. It's a tough week at running back. He fits all these builds. Like if you get him in, you're not sacrificing other guys that you want to work in your lineups. So I think that's the reason he'll be so popular this week. And rightfully so. It's just not, you're not going to find safety at running back. He's the safest guy when you factor in price. Crane is a, is a 150 guy. Not single. In, I'm not talking a single entry crane here. I'm talking to 150 entry crane. What do we do with Kamara and Latavius in our scripts? Do we put a rule where we get one of them? Do we can we play them both yeah, in any lineup? You know, I actually was thinking last night. Can I play them both? And I just can't do it. You it's know, gotta be bad core. I mean, yeah, I get the correlation. If you run perfect and Kamara gets the first two and Latavius gets the last two. Yeah, but the problem is you need like yeah, that's the that's the path, but it's just such an unlikely path. You know, you need because for Kamara to hit his ceiling, obviously you need touchdowns, and if Kamara's getting the touchdowns, that means that Murray's not. So I don't think you can play. And plus, like I, I want to say the same about Kamara and Thomas too. Like in turn in cash games, I get it. Probably not this week, but I get it. But in tournaments, you need those touchdowns. It's just so hard for a team to score a million touchdowns. So yeah, I, I get it. Are we playing any of these Panthers wideouts? I'm not really on them, but. One to ask. No, I'm not I mean, playing any Carolina guys. I, I think Lattim- Carolina struggles bad. Yeah. Lattimore officially out, so I guess I mean they're they're back in the conversation uh, a little bit. I mean DJ Moore's been so, despite how bad Allen's been and he's been bad, like DJ Moore just puts up numbers every week. Um, the price has come up a little bit, which makes it more tough. And you know we get we have those other wide receivers in in the first game we talked about the the Bucks and the, and the Falcons and then Landry and and Odell so it makes it hard but it'd be just more tournament type stuff you know if you're gonna you know buy into that script of the Saints having a big lead and you're gonna play Latavius Murray you know you might want to take a look at DJ Moore or Samuel or Olsen all right we have done four games we're half an hour into the show and these next group of games were um let's just say we're gonna let's move cruise group uh, Broncos at the Bills. You know what, Hoop? You know who I bet likes this game? <laughs> Funny thing I, is, I, I, I know like a guy. I know a guy. too that probably <laughs> likes this game. A lot of wind, a 36.5-point total. The Bills and the Broncos, literally nobody is going to this game, but with a 36.5-point total and the Bills 3.5-point favorites. Tony, I bet you're here, baby. What? So, first of all, there's this huge, ginormous orange O staring at me on this sheet. What is there, like horrible weather there or something? It's windy. Like like very windy? I mean, I here, hold on. Let me pull it up. It is. The okay. total opened at 35. This in this is, okay, this is what Roth has. The likeliest, windiest game of the week, Orchard Park, should see winds of 15 to 20 miles per hour, sustaining gusts over 25, temps cold, but manageable around 40 degrees. But manageable. Yep. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, We're looking 15 to 20 sustained. Like play the defenses here. Like, you I think, so the, <laughs> you guys always make fun of me, but oh, no. I think the Broncos have some of the mispriced guys on the slate. Like Lindsay's too cheap. 
Tim Patrick is 3K. You're not playing a wide receiver. You cannot play a wide receiver. I'm definitely playing Tim Patrick today. Like, he's 3K, and he's good. You have all the great wide receiver plays. You know, you always say this to me with running I'm not going to play the exact same structure as everyone, Crane. I'm not going to pay up for the receivers, and I'm not going to do that. Like, I'm going to be – I'm going to build teams that are different than – like, Tim Patrick is a – I bet even Hoop Hoop likes Tim Patrick. Hoop, do you like Tim Patrick? I – He's in. He's. I think he's in play. He's in. He's in my player pool this week. I mean, it just. And that's who's player pool, Crane. It's. Uh, it's the same reason. I mean, a three K guy. Like I, I'm. Like I'm fine. He's taking, good too, though. I'm like fine, he's yeah. not a scrub. Yeah, and I'm fine taking. I'm fine with the potential of taking a zero. Like if he gets zero, you're not dead at three K. The same. He thing got eight you, targets last week. Yeah, I'm, I'm. He's. He's a fine. He's fine. I mean, shouldn't we like the running backs here? I like Lindsey. Why aren't we like in Singletary? Because friggin' Frank Gore tilts me every week when he comes in and gets that the work in the red zone. <laughs> oh, man. All right, all right. We've already spent too much time on this game. Like I'm, I'm moving on to the Lions. Well, hoop? Do you do you like Lindsey at five two? Yeah, he's fine. I mean, yeah, there's like a few guys in that range. Like he's he's fine to me. Like it's running back. Like we said, there's just nothing gets you excited. He's he's cheapish. Um. Yeah, he's fine. I mean, if he fits – I mean, not a guy I'm building around, but, you know, if he fits in there, yeah, I'll play him. All right, let's talk the Lions of Washington, 40-and-a-half point total, Detroit three-and-a-half point favorites. And, Tony, I know who you're going to talk about because Ian Harris, he brought his helicopter play on the slate. <laughs> he hit it again last week, too, which we all made fun of Mac. I know Mac got hurt, but I'm not one of those people that – <laughs> like well, he, he he definitely got there. If you played Mac last week, that was a good play. So I give him credit, full credit for that one. Yeah, and Galladay is his helicopter play this week, and I was happy because I liked. I mean, I watched. First of all, I played Haskins last week. I rooted on him the entire game. He was freaking terrible. I was That's depressing. <laughs> if it wasn't the morning wood, I would have dropped an f bomb there. But like he was the worst quarterback I've ever seen in my life last week. I have no idea how he got to 18, but point being Washington's terrible Detroit. The projections don't look great. So like Galladay's only project like projected like 11 or 12 points, but man, this spot's better than uh, the Detroit's look decent. And I I like this play. I like this as a sneaky little stack for Detroit too, because they got weapons against a team that just sucks. I don't hate Driscoll today. Yeah. I, I, I really don't. Like, he was on my list before I saw the Galladay tweet. And I just, like, again, like, you know, it's funny because we do all this research all week and we're just like, all right, but now this tweet is going to change. <laughs> about a stupid helicopter and it uh, gets no. us still excited. Like, I still am so confused what you guys are talking about with this. What's the helicopter? You just not listen to us every week? Yeah, yeah but I, I didn't like understand it last week. week. I didn't understand it last right, week. I'm so confused. Yeah, uh, Ian Hartz, he's been tweeting out like he's got he's got his little picture. I see. I seen people retweeting the helicopter picture. He just tweets one play every week, hoop, and every week the plays crushed except one. Yeah, like, and it's always it's never like the cho- it's say, not like Kamara this week last, or something. It's always like an off the wall guy. Yeah, you did say that last week. Yeah. So all right. Anyways, it's Galladay this week. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's always like a lone guy, and he just keeps hitting it. And I, I like Galladay, so. 
<laughs> all right, yeah, Van Gogh just posted the link in the chat. Van Gogh or Hoops an old man. Sorry, it's you now calling you. Oh, there's the helicopter. I'm not, I'm not up to date with the the hip hop lingo. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna play some Galladay. Um, and look, you can always play these lines every single week. Marvin Jones, Kenny Galladay, they should be in your player pool. They've got you know big time upside. Driscoll does like to throw it deep, despite you know his kind of reputation. And um, yeah, I don't hate either guys on the Washington side. The one, the reason I I do like, I mean, I like Galladay a little bit before the helicopter news. Um, <laughs> just because, just because Driscoll, I mean, to me is like not that much different than Matthew Stafford. Like, I don't think there's much of a difference. Um, that's why I, that's why I like the Lions in this game, and that's why I don't mind some of these pieces like Galladay, Jones. Uh, yeah, I still wouldn't. I mean, people are talking about Scarborough, the running back, Bo Scarborough. No thanks. Like, I still wouldn't go there. Um, but some of the pass catchers, I don't mind because, like I said, I like Driscoll and Stafford. There's just not that much of a difference. Um, on the Washington side, I don't like any of the receivers. Like, I'm not going to – I'm not a big Terry McLaurin fan. It's tough when Dwayne has some throwing the football. I have a weird feeling that Darius Geis has a big game. And I, I just can't shake this feeling. I know I was disappointed that Adrian Peterson is active today, but I don't know why. I just have this weird feeling that Geis goes, like, has a big game. Uh, Tony, any answer to this Washington side for you? I mean, I, I've said the same thing all year. Like, if I play Driscoll and Galladay and Marvin, I'm going to run it back with one Washington guy. I'm just going to. It's the way, it's what I believe. So, I, I don't know. Like, you talk about Geis. I always talk about projections just looking to get a feel. He's projected – nice in that game like he's projected almost 13 points which feels high for guys so I'm glad you said that because maybe I use him as my run back or I mean I'm gonna play McLaurin at least a little in my Detroit stacks just because man it was painful last week it hurt me deep watching those guys I loved McLaurin I had him everywhere he sucked I mean it wasn't even his fault though like first of all he caught like a 70 yard bomb in the first quarter that they got a freaking holding penalty or something (laughs) And then he had to watch freaking – what's this dude's name? Haskins throw him the ball all week. God, it was painful. But I'm definitely going to play a little just so I don't get tilted when he goes off this week. I like the guys call, though. I don't like running back this week. Detroit sucks at stopping the run. I don't. I think guys is a nice little tournament play. I like that, Crane. All right. Oakland at the Jets, 46.5 point total. Oakland, three-point favorites on the road. Expected to see some rain in this one. Um you know, this is sort of the game with a higher total that I don't think sees a lot of ownership. Le'Veon Bell is going to see some. It's, How could you possibly play Lev Bell? It's just no upside, man. And he like they were he was getting losing all these carries again last week. Like I couldn't even imagine playing Lev Bell. Yeah, I mean, I just again, if you want seventeen points, that's great. I don't think he really can get you more than that. Oh, baby, the helicopter! Did you guys see this? Josh Norman inactive today. Yeah. The helicopter just took off. That's bad for <laughs> Josh Norman. Sucks. Like it's. Uh, I mean, the guy like, behind him can't be better than him though. <laughs> like, yeah, even if he does suck. Yeah. All right. Uh, Hoop Raiders Jets game. It's one of the higher totals. It's sort of going ignored. What do we think about this spot? Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know. It's a. It's a weird spot. Like the Jet. Like Jacobs is the guy that you feel good about on the Raiders, but the Jets run defense has actually been pretty good. So, kind of takes him out. Um, uh, just nothing for me here, really. Like the, I like the, I like the Jets in this game. I think the Jets win. How do they get there? I don't know. 
I'm gonna mention I'm gonna mention my boy Demarius Thomas once again. He's cheap guy that you can look at. I've mentioned him every week, and uh, yeah, I gotta mention him again. Robbie Anderson for tournaments, big play upside. Tony likes Mr. Crowder, who's like 8K on DK, but you know, we'll see. My favorite running back or wide receiver play on the slates in this game. Uh oh. I might actually have to unmute on Twitter. For the first time in two years, the word gazelle. Because I am all about some Tyra Williams this week. This is a perfect matchup for him. He's the kind of player that has just been burning the Jets. He's been getting an increased target share since, you know, everybody's sort of forgotten about him because he was hurt for a while and they had some bye, bye week. But, like, I love Tyro this week. He's, like, he's honestly first guy in my life. Dead serious over on DK if I'm playing big. Like, it's just, that's what I'm doing. Tony, what do you think about this game? Yeah, I mean, this is another game. I forget which one I talked about earlier where I like the game stack if you're playing it just because it makes sense with the different pieces. The Jets offense has looked pretty decent the last couple weeks. and They have weapons. Like, you look at their guys. I mean, their guys are decent enough. They got three good receivers, Crowder, DT, Robbie Anderson. Oakland Oakland has the pieces to shoot out too. I mean, this total isn't even that small. I mean, it's what is it right now? We got it. 46 and a half right now. I mean, this game easily could shoot out. No one would be surprised if this game just totally shot out. I like the Tyrell. I always like when you throw out these receivers that, I mean, I had them on my list, but Tyrell's a perfect crane receiver that just goes off for me. And let's He's going to be my highest on receiver today. Yeah, I like it. I, yeah, I like that. Yeah. And I like Crowder. Hoop made fun of me, but I do like Crowder. Crowder just, these guys, that what does Levitan always say? The shower narrative or whatever? Like, I guarantee these guys shower together. Like Darnold, Darnold and Crowder. Doesn't he usually associate that with guys that like? Yeah, they played in college and stuff like that. But these guys shower. I guarantee they shower together. Oh, in the Jets facility, (laughs) these guys have some morning wood going on right now in that Jets shower. Like Crowder and Darnold, they they enjoy each other's company. (laughs) (laughs) They shower together. Oh, guaranteed. Okay, uh, Steelers at Bengals, 37.5-point total. Pittsburgh, six-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. Um, <laughs> sorry, I can't even guarantee these guys shower together. Um, Jalen Samuels is priced like the greatest running back in the history of football. We're not playing him. He's 12-9 over on Fantasy Draft. You know, this Pittsburgh team, there's no juju in there. I'm sorry, I can't get over that guarantee. They shower together. Um, who talked to me about this game? I, I guarantee right that now. is great. <laughs> I guarantee they shower together. <laughs> oh, I'm still, the best part I'm is you know it's true. Yeah, could be. I'm sure they'd be thrilled to hear that, that the, uh, <laughs> the perception is they shower together. Oh, it's good stuff, good stuff. Um, yeah, I kind of feel like Tony uh, approaching this game. My mindset with this game, I, it's like it's big T-ish, I guess you could say. Like, I like the Bengals. I always I like rub them. off on you. You pretend I don't, but <laughs> oh, over the years, I'm looking at this. I'm looking at this 15 and a half team total. I'm about to say I like some guys yeah, on the team. See? It's it's <laughs> feels a little different. You know, feels no, good, doesn't not, it? Uh, I don't know. If it feels good, but um, kind of like I like the Bengals in this game to win. Uh, I like the some of the pieces here, um, specifically Tyler Boyd. I mean, Tyler Boyd's lost me a ton of money this year. Like Tyler Boyd has not been uh, a profitable player, but 
I feel like I want to go back to him here. You know, a little squeaky, oh. squeaky wheel type stuff. He was, you know, made some comments. Um, I mean, the problem is obviously you got this Finley guy throwing him the ball, but uh, I think he gets a lot of targets here, and uh, I think he can convert them. And like I said, the Steelers defense has been good, but uh, I like the Bengals in the game. Little interest in Joe Mixon. I mean, Joe Mixon has been bad. I have a lot of Joe Mixon shares in these uh, best ball leagues, but um, I think you know when running backs week this 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 uh, this week, and uh, if I like the Bengals in the game. Kind of like mixing a little bit. So, uh, I'm on the Bengals, 15 and a half team total. Let's go. Look, I mean, you have to like mixing a little bit. I'm sorry. You just do. Like, he had 17 PPR points in three straight games. The price is right. They're obviously just giving him the freaking ball. And, like, I don't, Tony, you're the Bengals guy, man. Are you on team mixing here? So they got they get their best lineman back today too. Yeah, yeah, the only it. reason I know that is because I live in I live in Cincinnati. Come on board, buddy. There's room. Uh, the funny thing is, oh man, I, I hate I made fun of Hoop earlier on the podcast this week, but I think the Bengals might win their first game today. Oh, I think they got Let's go, go baby. Let's go. I mean, I Bengals look at this Pittsburgh winning. team. I, I made fun of Hoop, but man, I look at these bodies that they got. <laughs> And it's literally pathetic. And my kids are like out here wrestling too. Like we got all kinds of things happening. I mean, there, I just heard someone get body slammed off the couch. I mean, but yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe, hey, maybe, maybe that's a sign that Rudolph goes from a helmet to the dome to someone like body slamming him on the field today. I mean, Mixon and Boyd though, I I hate agreeing with Hoop, but. Whew, Mixon and Boyd are good plays. I like them both. Let's go. Wow. Well, I mean, I figured you would. I mean, you look at the team till 15 I hated them two days ago. Oh, I, I, mean, do. I think they went out right. I, I do. I think they win today. Yeah, and by the way, if you want a cheap defense, it's definitely the Bengals. Oh, everyone. I, who, I guarantee Hoops got them in cash. Guarantee. I do. Well, I mean, I like them to win the game. You're going to have them the total, in cash. The total sure. in the game's 37, <laughs> and the defense is – like free, yeah. I like the Bengals. Oh yeah. <laughs> Are you playing Chalky Vance McDonald, guys? <sighs> Man, the, 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 <laughs> has Tate been rolled out in this game? Does anyone do you know? Uh, I don't. I think game time decision. Uh, yeah, the, the, he was progressing know, as the uh, as the week. I hope he plays. Game. Yeah, there's... you hope he plays. I mean, it's another weapon for my money line play, so I hope he plays. God, how bad are the Bengals that were like, oh, no, Auden Tate, there's another weapon. Here he comes. Watch out, everybody. Well, the next game. You hear my kids, seriously. The crazy part is we're about yeah, to go to the there. next game with, like, a bigger team, with, with a much bigger total, and their weapons are even worse. Oh, that, man. That is the, the, the Eagles. Man. Woo. All right, well, let's move on to that game then. <laughs> we've, we've spent a lot of time on some terrible, terrible football games today. <laughs> see it see you in the chat's just the best man all right let's talk seattle at philly 46 at point total. philadelphia one and a half point favorites at home and um you know hoop you've been kind of alluding to this awful wide receiver core for the eagles jordan matthews expected to get the start today alshon jeffrey sounds like he's going to be in which hurts the goddard shares but zach Ertz and dallas got two of the best tight end plays in the whole slate and if i'm not looking at this eagle side that's where I'm looking to go with either of these tight ends. Yeah, the tight ends are are uh, should be both solid plays. I mean, definitely Ertz. I mean, if you're spending up at uh, tight end, it's definitely going to be Ertz today. He'll be pretty popular just because of that. There's just not many options um, to spend up for at, at tight end. Um, the wide receiver core is just decimated. 
uh, Aguilar ruled out. I mean, I don't know if that is, I mean, that's got to be a good thing probably for the offense, right? Like he's terrible. Like him out has to be a, an upgrade, I'd say, for the overall uh, offense, which is kind of sad. But And they got these young guys. They It looked pretty good early on, like when they got opportunities. Now, like, they just don't use them, which is weird. Like this, this Hollins guy has to be better than Aguilar. J.J., Arcega, Whiteside, like, has to be better than Aguilar, right? I don't know what you're saying, man. Now I'm not listening to you. (laughs) (laughs) Tony, can you help me out? Like, these these dudes that aren't playing have to be better than Aguilar, right? Maybe. I don't know. I'm I'm in high hopes. (laughs) (laughs) This Arcega Whiteside, dude, like, you're right. I mean, they drafted him. I don't know what round. I'm not the big draft guy. But I I know he was a draft pick this year. I know he's somewhat talented. But if he can't get on the field over Jordan Matthews, he must just suck. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. uh, This team, it is literally insane that they've won any games. And the even funnier part is they're my play of the year. I touted this on the the, (laughs) the podcast. (laughs) I just made fun of how bad their receivers are, and they're my play of the year. There's no way they're losing to Seattle today. If you like money and you like giblets, bet Philly today. I actually think Seattle disappoints on the other side. I I just don't like Russ all that much. And I know that if Eagles are up, like he's going to be chucking so maybe I should like him a little bit. Um, Lockett and Metcalf I'll have a little bit of, but Chris Carson, I don't like him running into this front. I don't like the Seattle side nearly as much. Um, and plus it's going against Big T's play of the year, the the wheelchair play of the year. So uh, who It might be an ugly victory. I don't know how I'm going to get there, but they're going to get there. It's like, what what game did Hoop say? I don't know how they're going to score, but they're going to score. That's how I feel about this one. Who, who do you think scores in this one? Uh, I mean, I, I definitely like the Seahawks. I mean, I think the Seahawks are just, you know, one of the better teams in football. Uh, I think Russ is a strong play. Uh, a lot of people, I think, will be looking elsewhere at, at quarterback. Give me Russ. I mean, tons of upside. Week in and week out, um, you know, he, he's got his weapons. Lockett's going to be in. You know, Josh Gordon starting to integrate himself a little bit more into the offense. I just don't. I mean, how how do they how do the Eagles score points? Like, is is Ertz going to have a massive game? Like, Ertz got Ertz. Yeah, Ertz um, got Ertz. I mean, what, what do they do at running back? I think that's an interesting. Miles situation. Sanders is over. Is he going to project to be like seven between fifteen and twenty percent today? What do you guys think of Sanders? I mean, no, he was out definitely there. playing him. Like he was Why? out there. They played three dudes. But he's out there for so many snaps last week. I mean, it was just – Yeah, but they, I, I mean, the coach already said that J.J. was going to get some more work this week. Well, they said that last week. They said week. that last week. Why would J.J. in him. Philly? They Why would Jay get carries over this dude? I love Miles. I love Miles. I loved him last week, too, and he let me down, but I love him again. All right, I'm I'm off the Miles Sanders train. Like, it's just – I'm gonna I'm gonna play Ertz and Goddard and just kind of you know figure out the rest. By the way, I will say I don't hate Alshon here. Like this is a game that where it's like it's a really beatable matchup for Alshon Jeffrey. Nobody's gonna play the dude, and he's too cheap. Is he in for sure? He's expected to play. Yeah, he's expected to play. Okay. Yeah, and like in tournaments, yeah. like I don't hate Alshon at all. And the fact that nobody's going there, I, I like him if he plays. I mean, I think he's bad too these days, but. They got to throw it somewhere. I mean, <laughs> they just don't have receivers. I, I think he's a good play. All right, Jags at Titans, 41.5-point total. Tennessee, three-and-a-half-point favorites at home, and it's really weird seeing a game this low of a total that's going to be low-paced with two running backs that are going to be popular, and the reason is both these guys just get 
all the work. Leonard Fournette, Derrick Henry, both these guys are going to get a lot of carries. you got to figure they can't both get there because it's really rare for running backs in the same game to go off. Who Do you have a preference here? Uh, talk to me about these running backs. Yeah, I mean, definitely prefer Henry over Fournette, but I think they're both in play for that reason, like you said. I mean, running back's weak. you got two guys that are going to get all the all the touches. So, I mean, both in play, prefer Henry. And just think about Henry. It's like crazy. I mean, they got him priced way up there on, on, um, on FanDuel, but, I mean, the fact that he doesn't get a, a ton of targets, um, you know, the price remains pretty reasonable on, on DraftKings. And it's just crazy to think, like, if he got, like, five or six – consistent targets per game like he'd be a top fantasy running back you know but he just doesn't get that that action like the numbers are there he's getting these touchdowns he's got some long touchdowns um you know Derek Carr is a guy that uh, I haven't been super high on all season that's probably it looks like it may be a mistake because uh, he's been solid I think he has a good game I mean the problem the problem for him this week is the price is pretty high on on, on uh, FanDuel and then if you play him on DraftKings you definitely need him to get the 100 yard bonus and you need him to score a touchdown yeah it's just and I'm I'm a Derrick Henry guy obviously I talk about him every single week um I don't know like I you're, like him you've been on him all year and now you're not on chalk day I mean the, the well I liked him when he was so cheap like he's not as cheap today like that's the main issue you know it's like who was saying you need a hundred and a score or two to really get it done could it happen sure but I don't he doesn't stand off the page to me as much as he does to other people I guess I, I mean I don't even really I, I I couldn't even imagine playing Henry as a chalk guy I mean I think a lot of people are going to play him today and I don't really get it I don't I get the volume for sure like he gets the volume but like you guys said he doesn't catch passes if he somehow falls into the wrong game script, he could be a total disaster, which, I mean, Tennessee doesn't usually get in those scripts. That's why they always finish 509 and 7. Well, hold on. Here's the thing with Derrick Henry. I never mind him in bad game scripts because if you look at a lot of the time when he's broken off his big run, it's been against these, you know, these fronts that are playing to protect, to protect against the pass because even if Tennessee's down 20 in the third quarter, they're still putting him in his, in his belly. Like, that happens – Every single time. And the fronts are softer because they're playing a pass defense. So I like I like Henry in those spots. I'm just not sure this could turn into one of those spots. This feels like a game where we're just not supposed to play anybody, honestly. I, I kind of like these these two Jacksonville receivers a little bit too, Chark and Conley. Okay. Because uh, DD, DD should play inside, I would assume. Chark and Conley play outside a little bit. And I think Tennessee's kind of leaky outside a little bit. Yeah, I mean, Mark is just a beast, anyways. He's turning into one of these guys that I think, if you're playing 150 or 20 or 50, however many teams, I think you need to have some of him every week. He just, he just has an explosive ability. Who's that, Shark? Yeah, yeah, no, I'm pleased. All right, let's move on to our last game. And if you guys are enjoying uh, the wheelchair talk, the guarantees that two guys shower together, make sure you click like <laughs> and subscribe. Uh, you know, if as long as we don't get kicked off YouTube or anything, you know. So, and also if you're on YouTube, check us out at rotogrinders.com. We're having fun. All right, Dallas at New England, 44 and a half point total. It's our last game of the slate. The Patriots, five and a half point favorites. And we talk about we don't know who's going to score, but somebody's going to score. That's how I feel about this path side hoop. So, where are we going here? Yeah, I, and I just think this could be a, a pretty nasty game. You know, there's some weather, obviously, here. We got, you know, it looks like it's going to rain throughout the duration of the game. Uh, the Pats could be super, super thin at wide receiver. 
it sounds like uh, Sunu, they said he might play, but if he does play, it's going to be limited snaps. Um, so I don't know. I think this could be a, a nasty game, but I mean, you have to look at Edelman with all these guys out. This uh, in Keel, uh, Harry guy should be out there. Jacoby Myers should be out there. I mean, Jacoby Myers, surprised I don't give him more of a chance. Like, you look really good early on when given the opportunity. I feel yeah, he like was he good caught, in the preseason. Yeah, and he caught, he catches like everything his way. Um, but, you know, it, it sounds like Harry's the guy that'll give him more opportunity. So he, he's another cheap wide receiver. Uh, I think James White gets a boost. But it's it's t- I could just see this being a nasty game. Like the Cowboys won't won't score much here. Uh, I think the Patriots win this one like seventeen to seven or something like that. Yeah, this is another game where I'm kind of leaning toward the under as well. I do think it sort of feels like one of these Patriots running backs could have a good game. The problem, of course, is just guessing which one. I think Sony's a little interesting. I think James White is interesting too. Tony, what are you doing with this Pat side? Yeah, this slate, the worst part about this slate that's going to tilt the most is we only got two afternoon games and they both are kind of ugly to where everyone's kind of just going to be watching their winnings and it's just going to be a weird afternoon. I don't I don't know, man. New England, Noodle Arm himself, just, man, he, he's laboring out there. You get him some cold weather, Those the, that 42-year-old arm. Whew, I'd have a hard time playing New England guys today, but I, one guy I don't hate on a week where we don't like running back is Zeke, and I never like Zeke. Oh, gosh. But oh, the way New oh. England defends, I could see them game planning today to really stop the big plays from the Dallas passing game, just give up these little runs to Zeke. You know Dallas just wants to run the ball, so he'll take these little four or five-yard runs of pop. But he can't go four or five yards. He goes like one or two. Free Tony Pollard. Yeah, I mean, that's I like cool. Zeke today. All right. Oh, well. ooh, boy. Oof. You're really going to end this show with that? Ooh. Oh, we still had have the Sunday night show. game, so are we going to talk about the night game? Yeah, okay, let's talk Green Bay at San Fran. 47.5 point total. San Francisco, three-point favorites at home, and it sounds like that Matt Breida, he's expected to this, miss this one, which means maybe most there is fine. Tevin Coleman, of course, is a really good play in my view just because Green Bay sucks against the run, and uh, – we know San Francisco wants to run it. Tony, you were excited to talk about this game, so go ahead, man. Well, first of all, San Fran's, all their guys are coming back. Kittle's back. Manny's playing. Uh, one other guy. Oh, uh, Debo's playing, too. So they're, they're at full strength for the first time. Well, I mean, Breed is out. But uh, as long as Kittle's back, Manny's in, Debo's in, like, they're at full strength. And maybe the best play of the day for me is Devontae Adams. Like no one's gonna play him. I hope you're right. <laughs> he fits. He fits in that that bucket of receivers too. Where on fantasy, we already talked about it. Like usually you'll play four running backs. This week, I think you can play four receivers. Like you got Julio, you got Beckham, you got Adams, you got some other guys that are in that range that we talked about. Where receivers freaking loaded, and Devonte might be my favorite play of the day overall, especially on these sites where. People are going to forget about him. They always do in the night game because he's not on the other slates, obviously. I kind of, and I like Kittle on, on a slate where there's no, the tight end's a little weak. I love Kittle. No one's going to play Kittle in this game. And I think there's point. We talked about this too, where the total in this game is 46. Or what, what, no, where is it? Uh, 48, 48. 47, 48 in a San Francisco game. So I think this game could shoot out a little bit. Devontae, Kittle. I like these pieces a little bit. Real quick, who who's your favorite guy in this game? Um, I agree with Tony, Devontae Adams. I mean, really? Wow. Yeah, it got to be back. I just – well, I like the Packers, I guess I should say. I think the Packers 
win this game. And uh, Adams has to be, you know, so much more healthier this week. So I, I, I think strong finish for Devontae and the Packers here. And a strong season. finish for the morning wood. We got to jump off here, though. We got to make room for Dean and a couple poor guys that have to work with Dean. Uh, Thanks so much for watching, everybody. Thanks, Fantasy Draft, for sponsoring the show. If you're on YouTube, you know, like, subscribe, and uh, come check us out over at Roto Grinders and comment too. It's good times. But we got to jump out of here for who? For Tony? For dudes showering together in wheelchairs? I'm Eric. We'll catch y'all later. Peace. six of my favorite plays for you for week 12 over on yahoo gonna hammer some mid-range and value plays for you make life easy my favorite wide receiver quarterback pairing and of course my favorite play of the week who is it belly up to the fantasy bar and find out welcome in guys week 12 edition beers daily fantasy six pack good to be back here in the fantasy bar once again six of my favorite plays for you over on yahoo before we take a look at everything guys do me a quick favor subscribe to the channel and click that thumbs up button guys subscribing gets you access to everything lets you know when the videos are coming out the thumbs up helps us out tremendously and as i always say a little tip jar here in the fantasy bar so we'll start with that let's knock that out first now, we got that behind us. Let's take a look back at last week. An okay week. Some misses, obviously. First two guys were disappointments. Big hit with our San Francisco trio. And Zeke was all right. Expected a little bit more. But big performances from Garoppolo. Dwelly at minimum price really carried the load for us. Now, let's put week 11 behind us. Let's take a look at week 12. Let's start at the running back position with Latavius Murray, $15. So the Saints in a great spot here this week, no doubt. And everybody's going to be talking about Alvin Kamara with good reason. Breeze, Thomas, I think you can go a lot of different ways here with the New Orleans Saints. The one guy I think will be swept under the rug, Latavius Murray, and I think that's a mistake. We know the Saints, like we said, in a good spot, highest projected total on the board this week. And Carolina against the run, absolutely horrendous. One of the worst teams there is where there is room to roster both Alvin Kamara and Latavius Murray in the same lineup. We've seen that work before with Kamara and Mark Ingram winning people millions of dollars. This feels like one of those weeks where you could play both guys in the same lineup if you want to. No issues with Kamara if you want to spend the money there. I will definitely be playing him this week as well. But Latavius Murray, a cheaper option who I expect to find the end zone. Not once, twice in this game. We're going to go bold here early on. But Latavius Murray in a great spot against a bad Carolina defense. All right, next pick for us, we're going to go to the wide receiver position. We're going to roll with DK Metcalf, $20. So Josh Gordon shows up, kind of wondered what that would look like, and it hasn't affected DK Metcalf at all. Maybe it does moving forward. But nine-plus targets in three of his last four games, they're coming off a bye. So that always helps. A little extra time to prepare, gets you a little healthier, you know, they get banged up during the season. The Eagles, a fantastic matchup for wide receivers. And you're saying, 
why not Tyler Lockett? So first, we got to make sure that he's even going to play questionable coming into this game with that injury. But secondly, the Eagles have been pretty good against slot receivers, not very good against outside receivers. In fact, one of the worst teams in the league. So that's the bread and butter there of DK Metcalf. I think he can take advantage of this secondary. I think this game's going to have a lot of scoring. DK Metcalf going to be a big part of that. Nice price here at $20. All right, we like that game. Let's go to the other side with tight end. Dallas Goddard, $14. Now, if you watched the FanDuel DraftKings video, and if you haven't, what are you waiting for? Get over there and check that one out as well. You know I love me some Philly tight ends this week. Whether you want to spend, whether you want to go cheap, I think both guys certainly viable here in this matchup with Seattle. But let's take a look at the cheaper version here, and that's Dallas Goddard. Touchdowns in three of his last four games, getting so involved in this offense. They've been down weapons. Even if Alshon Jeffrey makes his return, still like Dallas Goddard in the spot. Seattle, fifth most yards allowed to tight ends, and equates to the fifth most fantasy points allowed to the tight end. So whether you want to spend up at the position or you want to go cheaper, I think you look to Philadelphia here. I love Dallas Goddard in all formats at $14. All right, to the running back position, more value here with Jalen Samuels, just $17. So you look at the prices across the industry, and it shocked me to see Jalen Samuels at 7200 on DraftKings. Just could not pay that price. But over here on Yahoo, I was shocked he was only $17. So you do a little shopping around. We always talk about that. You don't have to have a guy in every site. To me, I want Jalen Samuels on Yahoo. And I know you lose the full point PPR coming from DraftKings. But this guy's going to be highly, highly involved in this offense. Steelers likely down. James Conner. Juju Smith-Schuster, two of their best players offensively. It's going to mean a lot of opportunity here for Jalen Samuels. I know Benny Snell expected to be back. I'm not worried about that, especially at the $17 price point. Yes, Snell will get his work. Samuels will be the lead dog there in Cincinnati. Fourth most fantasy points allowed per game to the running back position. So Samuels too expensive over on DK, but too cheap here on Yahoo. Make sure you're buying your shares here at just $17. All right, let's spend some money. We've been saving you money. Let's go back to the wide receiver position. Julio Jones, $35. So I know we're saying, why not Calvin Ridley? And I'm fine with Calvin Ridley. You could play both of these guys this week. But when you look at the pricing, there's only a $7 difference between Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley. I think a lot of people out there, the masses as we call them, are going to be on Ridley in this spot coming off that big game. Julio, box scores look okay. Nothing to write home about. There's other high-end options people are going to want to play as well. So I'm not going to say Julio has no ownership, but I think he could slide through the cracks here, and you couldn't drop a better spot here than Julio Jones at home against the worst team against the wide receiver position, the Tampa Bay Bucks, giving it up to everybody here. Dream spot, smash spot, whatever you want to call it here. And Julio Jones goes nuts. Great history as well. You want to add that in. Has played very well against this Tampa Bay defense over the last few seasons. Cupcake matchup, Julio Jones smashes here in week 12. All right, it's time to take a look at my favorite play for week 12. But before we do that, guys, we're going to run it back. Contest time. Fantasy points here on Yahoo on my beast of the week is going to win one free week of Roto-Grinders Premium or a free Roto-Grinders t-shirt. And that's us saying thank you to you for watching the video, for the thumbs up, for the support, guys. It means a lot. I understand that. Without you guys, there's no fantasy bar. So thank you in advance now. Before we get out of here, let's take a look at that play. You know Matt's the beast of the week.
Detroit Beast time. We still owe you a quarterback. And simple pairing here. We love Julio Jones. That means we love Matt Ryan. $33 this week's Beast of the Week. So love this spot for Atlanta. What's going on, Rotogrinders? Dean here. It's Dean 7904 if you want to get all technical. I mean, it's 10-10 on the East Coast, 7-10 on the West Coast, 9-10 Tennessee time, which of course means it's time for the flagship show here at Rotogrinders. It's called Grinders Lab, and it's sponsored by Yahoo. Joining me today, batting first, leading off, it's uh, the man with the crickety chair. I believe that's Grant Neifer. I'm assuming that's your chair? Doing no, I, I, I got you. Yeah, Dean just automatically throwing shade my way. Well, you know, you're a little more girthy, so I figured that would be... <laughs>
Hey guys, Bear here back in the Fantasy Bar. Six of my favorite. Favorite wide receiver quarterback pairing. And of course, my favorite play of the week. Who is it? Mortimer, we're back. Uh, some tech issues there. I blame on that one on Crane. Uh, no time for pleasantries, unfortunately. We had some pleasantries off air. That was a good time. We had a fun conversation for sure. But uh, Grant, you're with us. You're still here. Yes. 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 Correct. Good morning out there in uh, California. Correct. Yes, sunny California, about a half mile from the beach. We're going oh. to make some lineups and then pass out on the beach. That sounds like good times. That's typical. Typical Sunday for Grant. Uh, what's up, Tuttle? How's uh, things in your uh, First off, Grant, what does your swimsuit look like? And if it's a thong, could you post pictures on Twitter? He's got that Borat thing going, I bet. I don't wear anything but a thong. What do you think, is, <laughs> what do you think the lower half of me looks like? <laughs> <laughs> could somebody please Photoshop Grant on Borat's, uh, Borat's picture? That would be amazing. That would be very nice. <laughs> well played uh all right tuttle uh we have no, no more no more pleasantries we gotta talk to slate boys let's do uh, it let's like and subscribe if you guys are watching us on youtube surely you like that five minute like dead air yes that was our best five minutes this season for sure we apologize most for useful <laughs> yes if they were lucky they got to hear our off-air conversation that was good times for sure uh like and subscribe over there of course later on the show we'll do our best to answer as many questions as possible not just on youtube but uh, in the Rotor Runners chat as well. Before we fully dive in as far as the slate, we do want to give a shout-out to those that are rocking the RG badge these days. Of course, we incentivize y'all if you finish in the top 10 of certain contests around the industry. Oh, wait, is that a child? Can we hear a child? I, I get so easily rattled. <laughs> it's either a child or a cop car. I'm, I can't tell the difference between now. I wasn't sure if that was a ringtone, a child, or I'm just, I'm like, just hearing like... things. I'm like, what is that? Yeah, so we're giving the shout-outs. Uh, going to give a shout out to those out there that are rocking the RG badge. And again, if you guys finish the top 10 of certain contests around the industry, you get one month free of RG premium. Uh, the shout outs go as follows. Let's see if we can read these correctly. We got Rhino Dubes, uh, CH77GM, winners, uh, 33462, 40 ounce man, 
at jhl 40 Kev Corner, and uh, our ball singer. Uh, Tuttle, not a very fun week as far as the lineup build. You're probably not going to like your lineups. I don't unless you have low expectations. I don't know. Uh, but we're all dealing with the same player pool. The value plays are crap, right? Like it's it's not a fun. Uh, you, you tell me. Give me a lay of the land as far as a slate today. Well, what our our favorite, or at least my favorite value play now has the uh, Jay Ajay is going to come in and manage all the early down work, basically talk that's going on right now. So I, th- I think honestly that's that's the probably the biggest news point and the probably biggest deciding point on how we're going to start our lineups because Sanders was a guy that I was kind of locking in for his price tag. Yeah, what was the exact quote? Or was there a new quote today? It just went down as a new one went down. Uh, Barry just tweeted out that Sal Palantonio is reporting that he expects an even timeshare between Miles Sanders and Jay Ajay. Sanders will be more involved in the pass game, Ajay in the run game, but he does expect total touches to basically be a split. Okay. And was was Sanders our quote unquote, like by default, best value play in this slate? I think he was, yeah. I mean, it's one of these really, really cheap receivers, maybe. We're not really sure who it's going to be. And, of course, New England's being big jerks. They, we don't know what they're going to do as far as Sanu. As they said Sanu woke up feeling better, so there's a chance he's going to play later on. There's only two late games. Of course, one of those late games is New England. Uh, Aguilar expected not to play today. Jeffrey expected to play. Jordan Howard expected to be out. But if Ajayi's going to play that Howard role, what does it matter anyway? TJ Hawkinson was downgraded to questionable for what it's worth. Um, Grant, value plays? There, there are some. Are any of them good? I don't know. Probably not. Um, but it's still, it's, it's, it makes it a more interesting slate. Uh, the fact that there's not really a whole lot of value plays that we love. But I think you find the value at wide receiver. Um, and then you go more towards not extreme value like we've seen in the last few weeks that we've had with running backs. Um, but more like in the four to low 5K range. Yeah, we'll fully dive in. Of course, we're going to break it down position by position. We'll, we'll look uh, first as far as quarterbacks. Quarterbacks, uh, not a ton to necessarily love today. There's a lot of games that don't have, like, high totals. Uh, there's a couple weather games that are lurking out there that I'm kind of keeping an eye on as far as uh, what Roth has to say. I'll go ahead and drop this link in chat for y'all, but this will get mo- updated, I presume, sometime before lock. As of right now, we currently have that Denver-Buffalo game at Orange. Uh, windiest game of the week. Uh, sustained and gust winds over 25. Temperatures cold, but manageable around 40 degrees. Uh, and the 4 o'clock game as far as Dallas, New England. Uh, latest high-res models. Roth is so busy, you can't type out resolution. Is that resolution? What's high-res? Is that resolution? I don't yes, know. that's resolution. That's, co- that's common slang. Yeah. Come on, Dude, I'm not a meteorologist. <laughs> I don't know. That's <laughs> That's, Resolution's like TV, like a picture. High this res- might be worse than the MT comment from last week. Yeah, oh, yeah. Who's, M- <laughs> who, who's MT? I don't know. MT. Who could, you, who could it be? Your man is so busy, he can't tell about Michael Thomas. Uh, oh, yeah, so high, latest high-res models uh, as of Sunday morning. So the heaviest of the rain holding off during game time, but still likely gets played wet at some point. So just kind of keep an eye on that, obviously. Wow, um, why, why would he abbreviate AM? Well, AM was a lot. Yeah, why? Why wouldn't he type out anti-meridium? We all understand time. AM. Unbelievable. We all understand resolution. (laughs) No, we don't. High dash res. That's not like a common (laughs) phrase. I I have not said that like since like 1972. But okay, we'll move on. Um, Yeah, Tuttle. Everybody's gonna play Matt Ryan. 
Yeah. I don't I want I mean I want a quarterback with legs, but some of the quarterbacks with legs aren't of course aren't on the slate. He is facing Tampa. I mean, you're basically you kind of need the 303, uh, especially on sites where you want that bonus as well. And he's probably going to give it to you. Uh, like I, as I'm seeing right now, what 18% ownership projected according to Jamino and his team. Obviously, these the numbers are tinkered. Uh, the closer and closer we get to lock as well. And uh, as far as cash games, he's one of the top guys on the board. Baker Mayfield. It feels like a get right spot against Miami. We don't really have that cheap quarterback to make things work from a quarterback perspective. At least I don't think so for cash games. What do you think, Tuttle? Is it between one of those two? Yeah, I, I have the cash tags, and I pretty much have Ryan and Baker as the guy on every site. I, th- I think Ryan's probably the guy you're spending on if you're trying to save a little bit. Even though he's not that much discounted, I do think Baker's a fine cash play as well. Uh, Yeah, Grant, is that kind of where you're at as well, too? Because it's, I'm kind of going back and forth. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. It's Ryan and it's Baker, those are the two guys that – I think are the very obvious plays. I mean, Ryan, there's very few ways they end up not getting to value there. And then Baker, just if you need a little bit of price savings, but I think it's Ryan far and away. It's a better play. Give me some tournament guys. Uh, tournament guys, like Foles going up against Tennessee, put up a big outing last week. He's got a few guys to pair with. If you're looking for value. He's 5.4K. He's one of the cheapest possible, very good quarterbacks on the entire slate. We've got Driscoll sitting there at 5.5K. I think he's a fantastic play there. Has potential upside. He has great wide receivers. He's probably going to throw the ball a decent amount here. He's got some legs. Both those two guys are probably the main tournament guys I'm looking at. Outside of that, we got Russell Wilson. It's slightly higher than Matt Ryan. That should come in at lower ownership, but we know that he absolutely has more upside than Ryan in any given matchup here and can absolutely crush. Some people are going to go to Winston. I'm not. It's just... I don't see a massive amount of upside even against the land defense that was bad earlier on in the year, but has been good recently. And he's just a guy that's going to, he doesn't show massive upside most of the time. It's, it's very strange. Turns the ball over too much. Probably going to have that happen again today. Uh, one guy that I am looking at quite a bit is Carson Wentz. Um, I know he doesn't have a whole lot of guys to throw to, well, they're going to run a lot of two tight end sets, and he can get a whole bunch of yards that way. He can get a whole bunch of upside with some trash wide receivers along with Jeffrey in there and the tight ends. Like, there's absolutely some upside at 5.6K here. You know exactly who to pair him with, so it offers great tournament upside considering if you pair him with Jeffrey and Goddard or Earths and a guy like Mac or whatever, any one of the random wide receivers that are going to get a start that are cheap. Wentz is one of the best tournament quarterbacks on the board here this weekend, and I don't think many people are going to go. Go to uh, your favorite uh, pairing as far as with uh, Foles. Uh, probably Chark, but um, Conley is probably my second favorite. Uh, he's been getting a decent amount of target share in the offense recently. He's four point one k super cheap, but I, I I can't argue with Chark, Conley, or. Wilson, I know you're a Seattle guy. Uh, what's the deal with Gordon? Is he going to get some more rep this week? I mean, I would assume so, but the problem is they may just uh, end up running the ball a whole lot because that's what Pete Carroll does sometimes. It all depends on how the game flow ends up going. I could see it going multiple different ways, but, I mean, I got to expect that uh, he, Gordon is literally Pete Carroll's archetype for a wide receiver. He's big, he's strong, he's fast. He, Carroll loves using those types of players that 
literally every single position. I have to assume that uh, Gordon is probably going to be heavily involved in the offense, but he's not a guy that uses a one-off. I'm pairing him with Russell Wilson. All right, jump in here, Tuttle. Some quarterbacks you like. Yeah, Grant mentioned a lot of them. Um, one I'm not – or I'm surprised he didn't mention – one of his all-time favorites, Ryan Fitzpatrick, <laughs> I think is actually like semi in play this week. I think, I think one of the storylines that's going overlooked a bit is how um, undermanned or understaffed this Browns defense is going to be now with some of the suspensions. Uh, Olivier Vernon still out, Miles Garrett's out. Those are the two best pass rushers on their team. Uh, Larry uh, <laughs> Ogunjobi is out as well with the suspension. So I actually think Miami's going to be able to move the ball um, on Cleveland a little bit, which makes me like that game a lot just from a game stack perspective because we've already talked about how we like Baker. We've already talked about how we like Odell and, and Baker's weapons in general. So I do like that game from a game stack, and I think Ryan Fitzpatrick is a way to kind of stack that game a little bit more uh, uniquely because most people will be on Baker. Um, other tournament options, uh, that Grant hasn't mentioned. I don't know if there are any, to be honest. Um, yeah, I got nothing yeah, else. Yahoo to specific. We got uh, Josh Allen. I know there's some weather there. He's always cheap on, on Yahoo. Yahoo. Hates he's cheap. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and he's got some legs. He can get there that way. I suppose. I think he's what 24 bucks or something over there. Yep. Do you want to mention uh, Yahoo's featured contest? Of course, the, the ball or 200 can jump in there. Ten bucks to, to get a to get a piece to get a single entry. Of course, you can get all the way up to 150. We still have what it's uh, just 29 percent overlay as of right now. So uh, plenty of spots remaining. Of course, there's other sites. Uh, there's other contests on the site as well. But uh, right now, there's currently overlay lurking. Ten bucks, you can turn that into 20k if you bank it. Uh, is Allen in play today for you in Buffalo? Do we care about the weather so much? I don't like to freak out over weather, but gust at 25, and you know Brown is one of his big pieces, and he can hit him for a long shot. And of course. That's subdued to some degree, a certain percentage. I don't mean how to quantify it, but, uh, you know, and also the, the total in that game is what, 36 and a half? <laughs> and I wouldn't feel super confident betting the over. What are we doing here with that game? Are we just crossing it out, Tuttle, or are we like Brown cheaping up or what? Um, uh, I'm not to say, yeah. Yeah, you confused me with that one. Um, I'm not crossing this game off completely, but I'm not playing either quarterback in this game. I think the best play in this game is Philip Lindsay, but from a quarterback perspective, I don't, I don't have a whole lot of interest. Uh, I'm pulling up our ownership percentages as of right now, as far as quarterbacks and team, anything pops, you know, we got Ryan Mayfield, Winston, Winston, you know, he got hurt last week and he was immobile as is. And that Atlanta defense title is that Atlanta defense good now to be determined. Well, they're obviously getting a lot more pressure, um, which has helped. Um, I'm not shying away from taking Bucks players against it, but I don't think they rate as, uh, you know, some, I, I do, I do like the receivers still. I'll say that. Um, yeah. I don't know what else to say. I, I, I don't think they are the iteration that we're seeing. I don't think that's like a legitimate sustainable thing, but they, they're a little bit better than, you know, one of the worst defenses in the league, which they were at the beginning of the season. Is it somewhere in the – it's always the same. It's like they're, they're better than they were at the beginning of the year. They're probably not as good as they have in the last two weeks. It's probably somewhere in the middle. Yeah, but, exactly. Like, that's a lot going on. There's a lot of wiggle room there. Uh, some people in the streets are still touting Trubisky because the matchup against the Giants. Uh, I've seen him thrown out there. I've seen Darnold against the, against Oakland thrown out there at like 1% or 3% for those guys. Are those Tuttle 1 and 150s? Are you that ambitious today or just not with? Not a ton of interest. 
All right. Yeah. I mean, we've seen him against Funnel defenses before. I, I just – no interest in Trubisky, but Sam Darnold's a little bit of a different story. Going up against Oakland, player funnel defense there. We've seen Darnold put up over 20 points each of the last two weeks. He can run a little bit here. Um, it's just a good spot for him, and he may be hot trash, but he's hot trash that can get it done in this type of match here. I just refreshed her ownership in live and time. Uh, Jamino is, is tinkering away as far as – uh, apparently you moved the needle there, Tuttle, as far as the, the Miles Sanders, or maybe just the Miles Sanders news uh, move, because it went from 23% to 15%. Not really sure where those shares have been delegated now. Maybe to Brian Hill, he's about 13% as well, too. And let's sort of jump the running back. And I guess the first thing that's interesting to point out is that, you know, there's not a ton of value this week, right, Tuttle? And um, so CMC is like not going to get played a ton because we have a little bit of a salary cap and he's not yes. the worst. Yeah. With the new news, what about JHI? Oh, how much is Jay Ajayi? 3K. He's he's kind of terrible. He doesn't catch footballs, but, you know. Does he not catch footballs? I, I mean, I, I suppose he's, there's probably actual video evidence of him doing it at some point, but that's not necessarily in his repertoire. Um, okay. I mean, you could talk me into it. He could definitely fall in the end zone twice. That's something he's capable of doing. Yeah. I mean, and he's shown a little bit of receiving ability. Like, not a ton, but like. <laughs> not a, this year, but it's a one game. A Belage level of receiving ability. <laughs> that usually when somebody comps you to Belage, like, you don't put that in the back of the DVD. It's not a rousing endorsement. Um, yeah. Uh, Belage is going to eat this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah just despite every. pie, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> he's going to eat. I know he is. Oh, my gosh. So it's not Laird season? I've been told. Twitter.com has told me it's Laird season. Is that not true? Um, no, it's, I mean, it's not true. <laughs> it's for, look, I, I mean, I would not be all, I've already mentioned, I think Miami actually moves the ball pretty decently on, on Cleveland this week. I would not be at all surprised if Kalen Balaj falls in the end zone for two touchdowns. Yeah. I would not be surprised. Are you grabbing some shares of Balaj? Yeah, I will. I'll have some shares. You're not clicking that button with a smile, though. You're just clicking it. No, just, no, no, yeah. no, no. <laughs> uh, how about the, the guys at the top? So, you know, Kamara is popping as our most heavily owned player at home versus Carolina. Obviously, a really nice right. matchup there. Uh, Henry uh, against Jacksonville has been pretty dreadful, dreadful against the run as well. Uh, the eye test says that Le'Veon Bell is terrible, but, like, he's okay and he's getting enough reps. And, you know, you give the guy the ball enough times, eventually he's going to get there, I suppose. And then, of course, there's CMC who's just – it's not a great matchup. He's super expensive, and we live in a world of a salary cap, and I like him, but I don't know how much I'll get because, again, it's really constricting in the rest of our lineup. The, 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 dude, the dude's at the top. Uh, how, you, how are you figuring him out? Yeah, I think it's an interesting week in general. Uh, I think a lot of these guys have some warts on them. Uh, you, you mentioned Le'Veon Bell in there. I think he's one of the more intriguing options for me. I think public perception is really low on him. He saw a uh, season-low 54. 4% snap rate last week, something around there. Um, and honestly, I had kind of brushed it off as like not a big thing. Uh, but then looking back at game logs, because I, I kind of figured some of it was due to a blowout. But looking back at game logs, Bilal Powell was in there in the third series and just dominating touches in that third series. So it wasn't like uh, he was just got spelled at the end of the game. Uh, he still got 20 touches in that game, which is is obviously still fine for his price tag. But I do think there could be some concern 
Uh, but also if that drives his ownership down, that almost makes me want to play him in cash, just or not in cash, in, in tournaments, just because I do think he does have 20 to 25 touch upside. Uh, and it's a pretty solid matchup. Weather's expected to be poor for this game, so they could take to the ground a little bit more often even. Uh, so Bell's a guy I like in tournaments, but I do think – there's some hesitancy there just because of his low snap rate last week. And then Alvin Kamara, I, I think is the very interesting guy. He's the guy that I think everybody um, or a lot of people, myself, I have him as, as one of the top values and we're just one of the top running back options this week, but he has to be a really good tournament fade. I mean, he just has to be like, if we always know that Kamara's biggest feature, his biggest upside is in the passing game. Is he going to have a whole lot of upside this week? I, I'm not going to – I would take the under on 10 receptions, which is what I think he's got. He got last week. He got eight receptions the week before. Uh, he could find the end zone. That's certainly possible. But this this reeks is a Latavius Murray troll game. They get I up early. I made a Murray Fanduel lineup before the show. He's like 5-6 over there. Uh, I like it. I, I, I like that. And I have uh, Kamara on my cash games right now just because he kind of sort of fits and he makes sense. But I'm with you at – I feel like we don't get a peak Kamara game unless he just breaks like a 70 yarder, which is certainly possible too. And, you know, we know that, that uh, the matchup isn't necessarily, I mean, whatever it's, it's fine. The matchup's good, but like how many reps is he going to get? How much do they need them to actually do, uh, you know, do out there. And of course anything can happen to the NFL, you know, they could be down. We saw they got ball up against uh, Atlanta at home last week. I suppose that's uh, repeatable, but it's probably not going to happen. Uh, jump in here, Grant, as far as the, the RBs at the top. If well, first, I want to say something. Um, oh. am, am I not with you? Am I yeah, back? you're with us. The floor right. is yours. So what do you think uh, Balazs' touchdown share for the Dolphins is so far this season? I mean, how many touchdowns have they scored? <laughs> They've scored 15. He has three of them. That's uh, 20, 20. Hold on. That is 20. 20, 20%. Yeah. Answer. So fun fact there. And if you actually expect them to score points, it's reasonable. Not fun. It is fun. Fact. Continue. <laughs> now this week it's fun comparatively, but up at the top, like I don't really have a massive take. Obviously, CMC is fantastic every single week. Like, but you can play Kamara, Chubb, Barkley, Elliott, Jacobs, or for I don't have a clear lean. Even Henry is not far off. I don't have a clear lean anywhere. I think Chubb is probably my top option just because it's going against that terrible Miami defense and the game script and the matchups for Chubb just really haven't been great for many weeks. Um, and he's a guy that can absolutely go for 180 yards in any given match for year. I think Chubb's probably my favorite, followed by Kamara, followed by McCaffrey, followed by Zeke in tournaments. But honestly, paying up at the top, I'm just going to mix and match guys with having a little bit heavier amount of ownership on Chubb. Anyone playing Barkley? I think yeah. he's my favorite tournament option of the of the week. Really? Okay. Yeah. I want to hear it. I, I want to hear the pitch because I, I'm bitter. I he I had him last time and he had 13 carries. You just you just <laughs> you just gave the pitch. He was so terrible last. Everyone's time. everyone's so bitter. Everyone hates him. We know how good he is. We he's shown his talent in the past. We know what upside he has. Uh, this Bears just got shredded by the corpse of Todd Gurley. Um, their run defense is vulnerable at times. Uh, Saquon provides upside in the passing game as well. He had the bye week, so, you know, it's very possible. he's He was suffering ankle and shoulder injuries. Very possible the bye week helped him in both those areas. So, yeah, I, I like Saquon a lot. I, he's 7,900. Just think of a time that we've been able to play Saquon Barkley for 7,900 in the past couple of years. And, in the last, like, since he's been in the league, 
outside of the game he got injured, he's had what one sub fifteen point game his entire yeah. career. It was last game, and it was against a very good run defense in the Jets. Like he never, he always gets twenty five points pretty much every single week. He's yeah. had a few random outliers this week, this year, one of which he didn't have a uh, touchdown. And he's going up against a team that funnels targets to the running back. I'm right there with you, Phil. Tuttle, you said you like Lindsay earlier. Expand on that. Yeah. Um, I mean, Devers said he's going to be the go-to guy now. They said that prior to last week. Uh, it was true. Saw an increased snap rate right in the 60% range. Uh, he doubled Royce Freeman's carries. We know Buffalo's defense is all about stopping the pass. They give up yards on the on the ground. Uh, so that is actually a pretty good ground matchup for him. He has some upside in the passing game as well. Uh, so I, I think you could argue that Philip Lindsay is the best 5K back on DraftKings in that price range if we don't trust Miles Sanders now. I think it, will, it was going to be Miles Sanders, but I think you could very easily make the argument that Lindsay is the safer play of the two now. Yeah, well, you mentioned we were talking about uh, what's his name before earlier. Bell on Yahoo, I'm kind of on him because he's 20 bucks. I feel like I kind of have to play him over there, which I'm not happy about it. But like again, he's 20 bucks and it kind of makes things work. Fournette's kind of cheap too, depending on where we're shopping. How do we feel about Lenny? I don't have a strong take on him. I'll I'll, uh, I'll let Grant take over that take. I, I think he's a good play, but I don't have like a, an extremely. I know a lot of people love him. I'm not. I'm not like that. He's due for a touchdown, I'm told. That's the yeah, that's the talk. I, is Grant like muted or something? Or no, no, I, I was letting you guys finish talking, but Burnett saying he's due for a touchdown. It's ridiculous, but he's always due for a touchdown. <laughs> um, he has just a massive target share. He has a massive rush share. Like he, he's been taking the ball so much and yes last week it didn't work out that well but it was largely game script dependent there outside of that he should be in play every single game um so he's probably going to end up with 19 to 25 rushes here he'll probably end up with five to ten targets he's going not too overlooked i mean over on FanDuel, i think he's going to be very heavily on over on dk less so like i said there's like of the top what six Highest salary guys, I can't find – or seven guys, I can't find a drastic disparity. I'm just going to play all of them and probably forgo Kamara mostly because he's going to be by far the highest down. I'm working my way around ownership. Maybe you can pull it up here on the, on the, on the screen share as well. And, yeah, we're seeing Kamara at the top. Uh, well, I guess I got to refresh this one too. I had a different page up before, and Sanders was 23%. Let's see what Sanders is now. Uh, I'm not sure if that was on DK or if that was on Yahoo, to be honest. Uh, let's see. We got Henry at 19%, Bell at 16%, McCaffrey 16 Yeah, Sanders dropping the 15%, like I said before. So, so here's away. the thing. We just got a, a Shefty tweet that it's now iffy if the Eagles will have Alshon Jeffrey. Um, okay. How do they not – like, how do they not just Split give Sanders Miles – Yeah, how, how does Sanders not just get – six to 10 reception in, in this spot. Cause he might not be on the field enough. Well, they have him play a wide receiver, like a scat back or something. like. Yeah. That. I wouldn't be surprised if he lines up as a receiver. Like, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm coming here. That news news report honestly makes me a little bit more excited to get back on the Sanders train. I, I just don't see how they can't 
just get him. I mean, Ertz is going to eat too, but Ertz and both Ertz and Sanders would be, I think, guys that you you would like. And we talked about Wentz, or Grant talked about Wentz and wanting to stack Wentz earlier. When we're stacking, we like highly concentrated offenses. This yeah. offense is not is going to be. This is going to be a very very concentrated offense. So yeah, I, I I do like that stack now that I think about it. Well, there's Matthews out there too. I mean, Greg Ward, I assume is going to dress. They called him up. I think he's going to dress, depending on all these body parts. Uh, how much did I hate JJ Arcega White? Is he just terrible? Because wasn't he a rookie coming in with some promise and he just can't get in the field? Right? I suppose he's not good. I guess that's the problem. Uh, he's he's, he's gonna have to. He's he was playing. I I was watching the end of that game. He was playing at the end of the game. Finally, over Matt Collins. I, I think they finally started to have it with Matt Collins, who's much better special teamers than an actual receiver. So I would be surprised if Arthago Whiteside's not, uh, you know, one of the one of the starting receivers. We mentioned Ertz, uh, Goddard. They're gonna have two tight end sets. Uh, I think yep. God, the, the stats are they're one of the teams that roll out two tight ends more than most. Correct, Tuttle. Yes. Uh, all right. Is there any like 5% or under running backs that are kind of sort of interesting that are, that are just sort of lost in the shuffle? Uh, I feel like Chris Carson is not going to be owned. Like it's not a great matchup, but like Carroll's really stubborn. And if the game dictates it or if they're not getting blown out, he might still see 25 touches. Uh, how is New England going to score 26 points? Like that's another team that has no receivers. Maybe James White catches like nine balls. Like that's certainly possible. If Edelman's not catching 15, uh, what's your read on that situation as far as New England title? Yeah, I mean, I, I think James White's probably the – okay, so Sanu's sounding a little bit more iffy. If you thought Sanu was actually questionable, then I would say that uh, James White was probably He's the safest way. He's got to be on a snap way. count too, which yeah. with Belichick could mean four. Yeah, so I'm – Prior to this news, I was under the impression that White would be kind of the the safest option uh, as to, in terms of grabbing exposure to the New England passing attack. Now I'm kind of fine with with still playing Nikhil Harry. I think he's kind of he's kind of safe at this point. Um, so yeah, but I, I still but like James White. Off just for a second, if you don't mind. Uh, yeah, you mentioned you mentioned the Harry right, and he's the yeah. late game and lineup construction and pivots and all that. And if the only thing you have left is Harry. Uh, right. and the new dresses, then you're nervous. But, like, again, there might be a pitch count of some sort. Is it safer to go with, like, a Hearns or a Patrick, <laughs> like, early, early to sort of lock in? Probably something terrible, but maybe something okay. Like, how are you handling that if we get no more information? Yeah, and see, this is the conversation that was coming up. I've been talking to a lot of people doing their King of the Beach lineups this week and the finals this week, and they, they don't have late swap. Um, so that that's why I was kind of in, like, can you play Harry? Can you not? I think you can. I, I still think – I think he's still the best. Even with the news we have now, which sounds like Sanu's very iffy, like which Sanu's probably on a snap count, if he's going to play at all, I think you can play Harry. And I think he is the best option in that price range. Grant, your thoughts on this situation? I think Grant's on a snap count today. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you cut out, it cut out literally the second you asked the question, so I was waiting for you to ask the question. Um Guess we're still talking about Harry. Sure. I'm not really planning, but you asked for a sub five percent owned running back a while back. Uh, Jalen Samuels is projected at two percent. Why? Uh, he's fully priced up, and it is a good matchup. And he's probably going to get. Is he fully priced up? Seven point two k going up against the worst run defense in the league. A guy that's heavily involved and can end up with thirteen or so receptions. Like, okay. 
chalk week when he was 6.3K, where he ended up with 13 receptions, didn't really, like, pan well, out as well. he was, like, 3K well that week. Yeah, I guess it was 6K, 6.3K. Yeah, that, that was, he got a big raise, yeah. But you're right. He can catch the ball, like, seven or eight times because who – He can catch the ball team 13 with, times, and he can get two touchdowns. It's a little ambitious. The two touchdowns are ambitious. He can. Is it against Cincinnati? Well, I mean, a lot of people are rostering Cincinnati as their defense today. I'm not sure if you've, <laughs> you've heard. That's Cincinnati's horrible versus the run. Well, like, just horrible. You could period. But yeah, I mean, yeah, they're horrible against the run. They're horrible against pass catching running backs. So horrible, 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 horrible. Um, and Samuels is a talented back. He hasn't done much with his actual rushing attempts over the last three. Weeks, five attempts, 26 yards, 14 attempts, 29 yards, eight attempts, 10 yards. He's averaging like two yards per rush. He's averaging pretty much the same as Balage, which is saying something. Again. Now he gets a matchup versus the worst run defense in the league. Like, he hasn't had easy ones. The Rams aren't an easy one. We just saw what happened with Indy last week against wherever it was. And Cleveland, that's eh, a little bit of an outlier. But, um, like, he hasn't had the easiest matchups. I think Samuels, if you want a low-owned guy – Samuels can absolutely go for 30 points. I, uh, I I have a hot take. All right, fire away. Benny Snell is a better point-per-dollar play than Jalen Samuels. Who? Is that a hot take? How much is Snell? What's the difference in price? I would not play Snell on DraftKings. I'll put that out there. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's the absolute min price on FanDuel. He got some uh, – Again, take this with a grain of salt, but he has some beat reporter hype surrounding him, okay. saying that they think he's going to be the guy that gets the majority of the t- of, of the running back work, true running back work. Um, again, he, where he's min price, I think it's not the worst thing in the world to have five percent exposure to him. Um, I don't think he's a some excellent play, but it's a matchup driven play, and if you believe you know, that beat reporters report that he's going to see majority of the running back touches. And I could see it. Uh, 10 bucks on Yahoo as well. G- give me a, is there any flop leg coming for Brian Hill or that's just not happening? He's in play. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't want to hear that. Like I want to hear, should I play it? Of course he's in play. I can click on him. How good of a play was he last week? Well, he's a worse play this week because Tampa's, you know, a, a more of a receiving funnel than a running back funnel. Yeah, that's true, but he can get work in the receiving game. It's still, like, it's an interesting spot. I'm probably not going with a whole lot of them, but I will have some ownership in them. I mean, just because salary and the slate sort of pushes me in that direction, but I don't necessarily want to play him. That's sort of my take. I'm not seeking him out, but I might land on him just because. So I just pulled up his snap count. Unsurprisingly, Davis Maddock told me this his wrong snap rate last week. <laughs> and he was hyping up as he was trying to hype him up earlier to me. Um, he, he was saying there was an 80% snap rate for Brian Hill last week. That is completely false. He had a 60% snap rate last week. Obviously had a touchdown called back to a holding penalty. I still think he's in play. Um, but I would guess they probably use Kenyon Barner more as a receiver if they fall behind. Uh, which would be concerning, but I, I think he's marginally in play. You got to get Quadre Allison some run. You got to see what you have in Quadre. I don't know. They gave it the ball a couple times last week. Let's talk receivers. Uh, obviously, some big names at the top. Julio should erupt here against Tampa. Uh, Beckham against Miami. Finally, a good, a positive matchup. Uh, well, like Wild on Yahoo, we have uh, Beckham's actually cheaper uh, than his uh, teammate, Jarvis Landry. 
which is just weird to say. Uh, Jarvis Landry revenge game, of course. MT, you guys know about MT? He's a uh, yeah, Mike boy. Thomas the Rams. <laughs> MT, Michael Thomas. Uh, you know, of course, you have the Tampa guys against Atlanta, probably on the on the chase against the the Falcons, presumably from behind. Uh, you know, h- how do you parse through these uh, top names here, uh, Grants, as far as receivers? I mean, Mike Ta- Tom- Michael Thomas is clearly the top guy in terms of raw points and probably a better point per dollar play than a lot of the other top guys. But I think I can't really separate Jones, Evans, Thomas too much. They're all like Thomas is constricted to play. But Jones and Mike Evans are in a great spot in a high total game with getting massive target share. Jones going up against the worst pass D in the league. Evans getting 10-plus targets, and he's failed each of the last two weeks. Um, and by fail, I still mean double-digit points. But he's the one of the few guys on the slate that can end up with 45 points in any given matchup. And if Atlanta's defense is what we thought it was before the bye week, then he could be in for a massive, massive, massive game. Um, outside of them, like Lockett, I'm probably not paying that price tag. Godwin, I just prefer Evans, but he's fine. OBJ, like with everyone wanting to play him, there's a lot of ways this game can go where he doesn't get much work at all. Like up at the top, it's probably in terms of point per dollar, Thomas, Evans, Julio, and the rest. Yeah, I mean, they made a point to say Beckham's going to get his shares and he's been getting them away for what it's worth. And like the it only takes one in theory. Like we haven't really seen it this year, except with the exception of like week two. It's been a while. Beckham's another guy. Beckham hasn't gotten the end zone in a while. I want to say Fournette, maybe Julio's another guy, maybe Kamara as well. There's a whole bunch of guys that just feels like they haven't scored in a bit. Uh, give me the cash game and tournament perspective as far as the guys up top total. Why do they not just feed Beckham here? Yeah. Because they'll be up by 20 points. Doesn't matter. Mayfield, this is how like he got he padded his stats in college, right? Picked on some terrible teams. They like we know we know Odell's a, a a fairly big personality, right? Like we know he wants to get his, and he's he's done fairly well this season in terms of not speaking out and being too disappointed with his production. But this seems like a spot like you can do whatever you want. Why not feed the the guy that you paid to to come into town? Well, Jarvis um, revenge. That's why. Yeah, the the juice revenge. Juice has been a better fantasy producer than Odell. He, he has a uh, juice is having a good year as is. I, I really I want to try to make juice happen. Or just I was not aware juice was his nickname. Yeah, you didn't know juice was his nickname. No, I, that was already I taken. Was I thought that I thought the name, that nickname was retired to my knowledge. No, it's juice. <laughs> I wasn't aware juice. of this. All right, fair enough. Anyways, I've been trying to talk myself off of Odell, and I I just can't. I, I think I've done the same. Yeah, I just think he he smashes here. Um, <clears throat> Julio, man, f that guy. <laughs> well, you like Ridley, or you don't like anybody? I, I I mean, I still think you play. <laughs> Tampa Bay's pass defense is so bad. I still think you play Julio, but it's not the, it's not a Julio the Julio of old. I, I think he is. I'm not sure if I'll do it in my main tournament lineup, what do you mean but it's I, not I think Julio he's a fine. What's a mountain right there? It's not like erupted in a while. That's Julio Jones. How many times Julio. have we said this? This is literally <laughs> the Julio of old. Not getting too many touchdowns, due for some positive regression. It's getting a ton of targets. 
is a incredibly nope. talented wide receiver, is getting stopped at the one to two yard line. This is exactly the Julio Volt. This is exactly the Julio we've seen his entire career. And this is exactly the Julio that's going to randomly go off for a 40 burger. And to, this week is potentially it against Tampa Bay, a team where at one point he had more touchdowns versus them over a three year span than he had <laughs> versus every other team combined. I see Mangone so, in the chat, and uh, on our podcast, Mangone was citing uh, the seven-year data of Julio Jones against, against Atlanta, against Tampa. It's like, what did he do seven years ago? This is like so, the same like T.Y. Hilton nonsense, but go ahead. So the, the reason why I say it's not the Julio of, of old is because he only has a 22 target share this, this season, which is not good. Um, yeah, it's not good, but wh- who's not in that offense anymore? Sanu and Hooper? Yeah, and what happened last week with without either of those guys? Oh, sample size against a team that suppresses <laughs> targets to tight ends. <laughs> what happened? What happened last week without either of those guys? I, I don't remember. Um, he went for Point fourteen title. points, which is <laughs> literally what he's done six times this season. Did six times last. Season. Hey, hey, hey! He had a twenty-five percent market share. There you go. Did eight so times. It, week, it went up. There you go. Tunnels like Dante Wilder here, Doug Grancher. You're down for ten. But I didn't. I, you, he cut out. I didn't even hear what he said. <laughs> See, I don't want to be the guy that says Julio is a bad play. I don't. I don't want that Look, on my resume. Julio's probably going to crush our, his, our soul like he does every time he's chalk. But that one random time where he goes off of forty points, which happens every year, is going to change things. Man, Brian Hill is just going to stroll in for all those those touchdowns. That's what's going to happen. And there's not going to be any passing. Yeah, touchdowns. Julio's going to get stopped at the one yard line three times, and Hill's <laughs> going to pop into the end zone after. <laughs> I'm pulling up the ownership as of right, right now. now. We have as far we have Julio 28% at the top, then Beckham, then Thomas, MT to some, uh, Evans, Ridley, Parker, Edelman. Edelman's a, a Yahoo specific, $20 for Edelman. How do you not play that? I love yep. that spot. Um, like he's going to catch at least 10 passes, right, Tuttle? Like is that is that too ambitious? Yeah, see, that's the other thing. Like the the other perfectly fine strategy is let let everybody else try to pick the, the low-priced Patriots receiver that's going to – you know, meet value. Well, you could just play Julian Edelman in his, you know, 10 catches in a hundred yards. Yeah. I'll take that. That's fine. I'm good with that. Can I play him and Harry together? Or that's a bad idea. Um, I mean, you can. Yeah. It's not advised though. I can if, if hear your voice. Henry is cheap enough where it's fine. If you want, uh, if you want to get real weird and you really do think Sanu is going to be out or on a snap couch, Jacoby Myers, baby. Yeah, I've heard that name thrown out there. Uh, any interesting gauge? Any, yes. any gauge love? Yeah, well, if Tuttle thinks that Julio's terrible. That's not I, what he was saying. He was making it very clear that he doesn't think he's terrible. <laughs> um, um, but Gage is still going to be heavily involved in this offense. He's going up against Tampa Bay. Um, yeah. yeah. What about what about Chris Conley, if you want someone cheap? No. I like, I like the Conley, Carl. Yeah. Really? Really, Dean? Really? I asked a you guy which, which receiver? Chris Connolly? Yeah. Averaging seven and a half receptions over the last four weeks. Just we got seven and a half targets. What is the we five got- week? I guarantee that fifth week you did not have seven or eight seven or eight targets. You cut it off for a reason. <laughs> yeah, because it's a different offense and he's getting heavily involved. I don't know if you know this, but target shares change based on who's in the offense and target shares change drastically throughout the season. Uh, but at the beginning yeah. of the season, he also did have seven targets too. So did you team. did you know Chris Conley and Nick Foles have the Kansas City connection? 
Oh, but when, does this mean they showered together too? Is that what we're talking about? When Nick Foles, well, if he did, then Conley probably didn't feel great about himself. <laughs> I've actually, I actually had somebody send me a article, what? an NFL.com oh, article. article about this. Yeah, oh, it says wide receiver Chris Conley signs close ties with Nick Foles. <laughs> Nick, Foles, and here's a quote: Nick Foles has been a friend of mine for a long time. Three years ago, I said, "Hey, you're going to be a starting quarterback someday." When you are, let's make it happen. Let's make this run. <laughs> Boom. All right, I'm sold. I, I take everything back I said on Chris Connolly. <laughs> How dare I besmirch? Uh, give me your favorite cheap receiver, Grant. Favorite? It, it might be. It might actually be Conley. Um Before that article was written, or before it was a you know title cited it, or that was your guy. Before you mean you when I was when I was saying Conley multiple times and how he's going to get seven? to eight targets in this game. <laughs> Why well, I mentioned him three other times in this show that you just besmirched. I, I won't besmirch. I don't besmirch. I need to Google what besmirch means because I'm fairly certain you do. <laughs> Frown upon. Do. Uh, we got about 12 minutes or so before we step aside and make way for... Uh, to damage the reputation of and the opinion of others. That's besmirching. Yeah. Well, yeah. So MT won't qualify, but you'll, you'll tell the people what besmirch means? Come on, wait. Tuttle, you know you know what besmirch is. Come on, this is not like a that's like a sixth grade word, isn't it? Well, Dean, not everyone taught sixth graders like you. Fair enough. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I'm so I'm so condescending over here. I'm a, I'm a highfalutin in my chair and uh, besmirch. Uh, anybody else? You know, we haven't really talked about Lockett. Can't talk about everybody, obviously. Uh, Metcalf is super high up there, but of course, in tournaments, he's immediately definitely low, around six percent. If you think the Jets do something, I don't hate Robbie Anderson. I don't mind Alan Hearns. Like, he's getting opportunity. He's in the field with, like, 90, 90, 95% of the snaps the last two weeks. And if you think they're on the comeback there against Cleveland, we talked about Cleveland's defense being vulnerable. I'm probably going to have some Alan Hearns. I'm not happy about it. But, again, salary cap reasons make everything else work. Uh, if you think Trubisky's not the worst quarterback of all time, Alan Robinson's certainly interesting, I suppose. And he's going to be about 5% owned. Uh, let's talk about tight ends, Tuttle. This is a fun conversation. Let's talk about baby. <laughs> Let's talk about you and me. Me. <laughs> Let's talk about all the good things. Did you edit yourself <laughs> all the way? Is that, you just get like and the bad things that may be. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, tight ends. Yeah, yeah, yo. Vance McDonald, where he's cheap, is in play. Is a cash oh, game option. Is he going to get two touchdowns, Tuttle? You haven't been wrong about this yet. I don't know if I can claim the the two touchdowns this week, but I I do think he is. I don't know the 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 three point four to three point six k range on DraftKings for tight ends is kind of difficult to sort through. I think uh, Gasecki, Vance McDonald, and Cambrate are all strong options. If you want to go up to three point nine, Noah Fant is an okay option as well. I think on on FanDuel or where you can easily get him, you just play Zach Ertz. Because uh, we we mentioned it already, Goddard's he's a better play. Uh, he got Goddard's a good play. I'm not going to take a stand against that. I mean, so without Jackson, who, who's been better? Um, God, Zach Ertz the last two weeks. Yeah, out of the last four <laughs> weeks, though, they're at similar numbers. Like, yeah, Grant, you Grant always go. is the perfect sample size for his arguments. All right, the last five weeks. 
Uh, I only want to be the last two weeks. However, on a point-per-dollar basis, all season long, it's got it. What, what about your boy Hollister? I mean, is he my boy? I'm, I'm more of a Disley fan, but... Well, uh, you know, he's not playing, and you like Seattle. Yeah, he is not playing. Uh, Hollister is fine. We've seen Russell Wilson like to throw the tight end pretty much the entire of his career going to random guys like Luke Wilson, not not the actor. But Hollister is going up against Philly. Like, I don't know if that's really the right spot. I think now that offense is like a little bit too saturated with Josh Gordon in there too. I don't know if I want to go Hollister. Uh, we have a thought as far as – I want to turn over, turn over the chat. Chat's going to have some good things in their mind for sure. If you guys are watching on YouTube, feel free to like and subscribe. That helps us in the analytics. Leave a comment. Say something. I think that helps in analytics. Say say Grant needs to get better internet. Say anything you want to say. I do need um, to get better internet, son of a biscuit internet. I, I don't understand. I have 100, 200 up, down, and yet it just decides to cut out. Leave uh, your favorite salt and pepper song in chat. I'm sure uh, I'm sure Tuttle would appreciate that. We know which one his is. Uh, Grant, give me 30 seconds on defenses. 30 seconds on defenses? Well, there's Atlanta, the best defense in the league recently. But probably not going there. We got Broncos and a weather game that aren't too expensive there, 2.4K. We got the Saints going up against Kyle Allen. That's fine. I'm not playing the Bengals. That is not a very good idea. Play the Bungles. No pouncy? Pounce all over that at 2,100. Oh, boy. I mean, they're still the (laughs) the bank. Yeah, I mean, like, but Atlanta eleven dollars on Yahoo. Uh, you could play them there. Cleveland sixteen dollars, but yeah, Cincinnati's like what one five or one eight on DK, and yeah, it's uh, pennies are are pinched this week. So that's why Tuttle people are playing the Bengals, right? People named Tuttle are playing the Bengals. Yeah, I'm probably playing them too. I'm not happy about it, but it's happening. Um, trying to refresh as far as weather. We haven't got that just yet. Stay tuned. Play the Jags instead of the Bengals. The Jags? Yeah. No. I mean, they're going up against that Tanny Hill guy. He gets sacked a bit. I mean, like, there isn't a whole bunch of great cheap defenses. What about the Bucks? Uh, I mean, like, it's not the worst idea in the world. Everyone gets so excited about Matt Ryan and what he's going to do today, but it's not quite a guarantee that they're going to do something. When they shut down the run, so it's going to be a high volume of passes. That means the sacks could potentially be there and the interceptions could potentially be there. They can get a pick six. I mean, we've seen them put up a big game versus a similar type situation in the Rams that were just chucking the ball the entire game and they ended up with 15 fancy points. Even if they do give up a decent amount of actual real-life points, their defense can score quite a bit. I think that like if you're going to pay for a cheap defense, don't go Bengals. Go with the Bucks. Tuttle, give me your favorite like game stack or correlation play, something like that. Um, I will do the my favorite lower owned game stack is the Miami side of Miami Cleveland. And who do you like? Like, um, I like Devonte Parker. I like Gasecki. Uh, I think he could do Balage. I wouldn't play Balage with the passing attack. I would use him as a one off. Uh, but, yeah, from uh passing side, it would be Fitzpatrick, Parker, Gusecki. You could throw Hearns in there. They're okay, all I was waiting to hear Hearns. He's, the fourth, he's so cheap, man, and he's on the field. He that's is, the most yeah. important. Like, you, you can't do anything in the sidelines. And he at least gets on the field, and that's more than Laird does. Yeah. Um, 
All right. Uh, a bunch of questions are loading up here in chat. They're asking me what is up and down. It's not the contra code. It's the speed. I'm aware of that. Come on. Don't try. Yeah, yeah I'm aware of this nonsense. Yeah, they're, they're, trying, they're trying to get Someone said get 5G. This is 5G internet. I don't know what the difference between Gs are. Fifth generation. It, well, yeah, that's, a, know, that's an acronym I, I, I would understand. That's a marketing that. ploy. Like, that's all nonsense. It's I a mean, 5G it TV is. as opposed to what? It's marketing. That's all it is. Uh, OBJ or Edelman, DK Cash, Tuttle, what say you? Uh, OBJ. Uh, Grant, Geis versus Sanders in tournaments. Sanders. Sanders. Tuttle, you like Caden Smith for the minimum? Yeah, we forgot to mention him. My my spool cast compadres would be mad at me for not <laughs> mentioning Caden Smith. Um, I don't like him. No, could you do worse things than play a guy who's going to be on the field? Yeah. Hey, uh, what if what if Hawkinson doesn't play? Can we play the outlaw Jesse James at two six? He has two touchdown upside. Well, I mean, I guess in any possible like it's like the ninety nine percentile outcome, but I suppose. Well, I don't think he's played 99 games. I'm pretty sure he's <laughs> had a two-touchdown games. Uh, this we is need a to... better game script for him. Tuttle, we need a cheap receiver on FanDuel for cash, 5.5 or less. Can you help him out? 5.5 or less on FanDuel. Sit on that one. I'll ask Grant a couple questions here as you're kind of figuring that one out. Grant, Prescott, Driscoll, or Darnold? Driscoll. Uh, Sanders or Bellage for cash? It's still me? Uh, yeah. Probably Sanders. Uh, I'm sticking with you until Subtle kind of jumps in. It's, and prob- it's probably Nikhil Harry. Yeah, you don't feel good about that, though. If I, you don't, in cash, I don't feel good about it. Yeah. Over there. Uh, I think you could do better on FanDuel for the, for the cash build. Uh, at least I, I didn't land on that. Uh, DK Cash, McDonald or, or, uh, or Goddard? Well, you started singing Subtle, so I guess you like McDonald's? Yeah. No, it's no, Goddard. It's yeah, Goddard. Vance. Yeah, Vance. We'll make it's you dance. Goddard. It's absolutely Goddard. Vance. <laughs> He'll make you dance. Nobody's ever had such a resounding. You want to you do a truly chugging bet? Oh, gosh. You, you do not want to see my lack of chugging abilities. Oh, I absolutely do. You can't be worse than Mango. You have nothing to worry about, though, assuming if you're, if you're correct, if you have confidence in your McDonald call. It's not like I don't think Goddard's a good play, though. I'll give you well, five points. Oh, there you go. Lock it up okay. now. There. Well, I have to chug a truly. Yeah, or a white claw. All right. All right, all right. A, a truly at nine a.m. That's gonna be fun. Chugging a truly at nine a.m. <laughs> um, it's like ninety percent water, five percent alcohol. Five <laughs> percent. Yeah. Uh. All right. Don't want to get sued. Uh. Let's say cash. Lindsay and Vance versus Sanders and Olson. Whoever wants to answer that one, feel free to chime in. Uh, yeah. Lindsay and Vance. Uh, let's see. Uh, we got Bobby saying he likes the Bengals today. He's got a, he's got a good chunk of them. I think they're going to be one of the more popular. I mean, as far as ownership, I think the Bengals were one of the top. They're kind of popping. Uh, rank these dudes, Tuttle. We got Evans, Julio, and Godwin for cash. Rank those three. Julio, Evans, Godwin. Uh, DK Cash. Who's playing DK Cash? Tuttle, I, th- I know you definitely are. Uh, is it still three running backs and the three <sighs> receivers? Or not necessarily. You make that noise. I, I'm leaning that way, but I, th- I think it's viable to do a four wide receivers. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, we, at least my brain, automatically, I just say, I'm going to play three running backs and just, that's just where I go. But interesting you say that that's actually in play. 
this week. Uh, Grant, Fournette versus Henry. Uh, Fournette for tournaments, Henry probably for cash. Well, uh, cheap flex. <laughs> uh, Tuttle, Ajayi or Tim Patrick? Oof. Tim Patrick's gotten some hype this week, uh, but I can't do that. I, I can't do Tim Patrick. I'll go. I'll go with Jai, even though I don't like it. There is Jai's heavy wind. Fifty percent. Jai's getting a fifty percent share of the offense. Well, reported by Sal Palantonio. He's three K. Who's like a hundred and fifty years old? I was gonna old. say, <laughs> is he like a hundreds? Yeah. I guess who knows? <laughs> uh, who knows how accurate he is? Yeah. I mean, and also, people like, in their hundreds have done done smart things before. <laughs> Uh, DK Cash, Tuttle, uh, more or wait? Okay, yeah, Ryan with more the or or Baker and OBJ. Man, I'm going Baker OBJ. Guys, by the way, we didn't mention Kareem Hunt at all. all right, okay, but if you're taking Baker, Kareem Hunt's an excellent pairing for him. Like if you're stacking up Cleveland and you're bringing it back with the Dolphins, play Kareem Hunt. Sanders or Hill? He was in. I had Sanders. This is Fanduel Cash Tuttle. I had Sanders in my cash lineup. I might have to move that. I'm not really sure. That's where it was earlier. Uh, I guess you probably don't know what you're going to do either. But Sanders versus Hill in cash. Sanders for me. Yeah. Say with a, lots of confidence. Uh, Tuttle. Oh no, this is for Grant. Let's let's step aside and get out of here. Of course, you got to make way for the premium shows. Thank you again for watching us on YouTube. We try to answer as many questions as possible. Feel free to like and subscribe. Grant, you got Hearns or Ajayi in the flex? Ajayi. Tuttle, so give me a bold call. Um, two touchdowns, Kalen Blage. <laughs> Grant, see that and raise it. Hunt and Conley combined for 50 points. Ambitious. He's Grant. He's Tuttle. I'm Dean. Thanks for watching. Dory Football. We're out of here. Forward. Dean kids.